This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Balls of podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us later tonight. We'll have Terence, Terence, one six one from a phone page to podcast at www.celticrooms.co.uk. You can check out all the links to the podcast in the description below. Don't forget to hit the like button and hit notifications so you know when we're live. And if you like what we do, please hit the subscribe button. On tonight's show, we'll talk about the second synth of Brendan Rogers' Celtic career as manager. Uh, we'll talk about the pros and cons and so let's get your thoughts. Are you happy with this uh, on the live chat? Please let us know. And first it up, I'll hand over to Mark. Hey, thanks very much, Paul. Uh, a few shout-outs to some of the guys for the forum. Old Tim Alloy, uh, Richie, a Glasgow Green. Uh, we'll be joining United Ireland. And JFP, he's away to Birmingham to work, Paul. I think he would not be coming on the night. Uh, who have we got in the chat? Evening, Bobby, Brian. Mikey, nice to see you, Mikey. Kieran Kizo. Kieran just changed your name on the forum for Kizo just to Kieran R. I noticed that. Was that, is that you? Just for a name change. Evening, Rod. Thanks very much for joining us as well. As Paul says, the link's to in the link tree below the forum, our Discord, everything in that. Uh, just before we move on, just on the, the last podcast we've done, we 522 views on it, and that's absolutely. I don't really know what to say, but just really thanks thanks so much to everybody that listens live, all the lads in the live chat, everybody that listens back to us, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Spotify or anything like that, really, really appreciate it. We picked up another 16 subs as well, we're up to 685 subs as well, so things are moving in the right direction for us, but really, we do really appreciate it, and all the support for all the guys like Terence, Mikey, rejoining that, that, all, that pop on and off and things like that, we really appreciate everything right, cheers very much lads, hail hail and I didn't even have a rant about Ginger Minge <laughs> <laughs> it, so, it was probably 521 Ginger folk Paul just tuning in yeah, probably a protest if you were going to say <laughs> against them again so news coming from Celtic Football Club at 12 noon today was that Brendan Rodgers is officially the Celtic manager. A big move by the club to bring in a big, big name manager after Ange left Celtic last week. Uh, great ambitions by, by Celtic's chairman and CEO, David Desmond and Michael Nicholson. Uh, as many project managers were actually linked to the job, this is another great intent by the club to move the club forward. Brendan was quoted today saying that uh, uh, after his appointment, uh, when he was given the privilege of being asked to be Celtic manager again, it was a very simple decision for him and his family. Blendon uh, Rogers' first Celtic manager record was games 169. He won 118, 
due 25, last 26, win rate of 70%, trophy 7 out of 7. It was also announced that John Kennedy will stay on assistant manager, Gavin Strack and Harry Q, uh, Stevie Woods are all staying in their represented positions, as are Steve McManus and Darren O'Dea, who will continue in the big team. Some fans are happy with disappointment, some fans aren't. Uh, after Brendan left mid-season, Johnny's first in, uh, uh, as manager, the Nordkov put up a tweet today with a picture of their post after he left first time round saying, you traded immortality for mediocrity, never a Celt, always a fraud. Firstly, though, Mark, are fans right to protest against this disappointment or is it more anger? Do you think they'll get behind the team or... Uh, it's not going to achieve anything for a start, Paul. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if Dermot Desmond's got to come out the more and sack Brendan, sack Brendan Rodgers because the Green Brigade are still not happy about it. But, doesn't, but we can't do anything about it. I mean, I didn't want him to come in. I didn't want him, as I was saying, right? My, my head said aye. My heart's still, still not convinced, but he's, it is him now. And we just need to get behind get behind. Start getting behind the, the club again. Do you know what I mean? I mean the Green Brigade. I, you know I like them, Paul. A lot of time for them and the, the stuff they do, and I stick up for them ninety nine percent of the time. Even when other people are slagging the songs or whatever flares and stuff like that. But it's just a time. To, they're always trying to like oh we back the, the Celtic support to be all be together against uh, behind the team and behind the club. And, then putting that out, it's just kind of putting a wee bit of a dampener on it. Because a lot of the people, they kind of, if it's the Green Brigade say it, that's the mm-hmm. kind of gospel to them. Evening you, Deef, thanks for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. Well, like, like I'm entitled to, to their opinion, Paul, but see, mm-hmm. to be honest, see if you went individually to every one of them and asked them, is that their actual real, real opinion? You get what I mean? The majority of them will probably feel like, like we did. They weren't the keen, but he's the manager now and they'll need to back him, kind of thing. Mm. I've got a couple of big signings. First, get the season started, get the games started, coming about a few wins, and then beat them in the first derby game, and everything will be forgotten. It will mm-hmm. always be sunny. Do you know what I mean? What I said the intro there, like, it's, it's like it, it's a big move, I think, Mark, by, by Celtic bringing in uh, Rogers because if you look at the names, who were linked with said you've Mercia from Man City, you've not seen from Bobo Glint, you Jesse I felt he was the most experienced person there without with, with the name of people to take this job. You well, know what I mean? I, it's realistic every, ones, everyone everyone's upset that he left first time Mark. Do you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? He's well, a winner, Mark, you can't say that, like you know. Well, I mean if Dermot Desmond forgave him for the way you treated him when he left the last team and stuff like that, do you know? I mean, that was a did a, a lot of closer relationship to Brendan Rodgers than any any of the support did, and it's just mm-hmm. a people, It's just business when it comes to that they kind of guys levels. I mean, they don't. I mean, they understand the passion for the fans, but it still it still comes down to money and stuff like that when it gets to right kind of levels of that. But who's available, realistic? Ones because I, I don't think Potter was ever re- really realistic to be honest. I think he's just going to be in England for most of his career. But uh, Marsh, was, was, I mean, was he, was he a realistic contender? No, for the job? I don't think so, Mark. I, I think I, I don't think he, I don't think we were I actually never really linked to him. 
Contrary to what you see on like social media and that, the word is that there was three three candidates. One of them was Brendan Rogers, and that was uh, Dermot Desmond that was pushing for him. Uh, the other one, Marcia and the Farafrak. I think it was I. Frack from Norwich, uh, yeah. But I wouldn't. Have, I mean, that the Maresca one, the guy from Man City, that would have been a huge, huge risk and a huge gamble, I think. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, especially, I'm, I'm glad we didn't get doing that route with him. Yeah, because especially Mark, where the club is now, like it, it's 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 different to when Brendan Rodgers first came in. You know, when he had to do a big rebuild. He, he had to bring in big name signings. But this is a young squad. But as you said, like with, with one or two experienced signings, he could actually improve this squad. And one thing you can say about Rodgers as well, Mark, is that he improves players. You know, so c- could he persuade the likes of Abada, Hatate? Could, could he persuade them to stay and he'd improve them? You know, I don't, I don't think. I think Abada will be off, Paul. Mm-hmm. I do. I think because I, I mean, he was unless he's got a good boy to cop the cop. even just what he's been said over the last few months. I know he came out and said he was committed, but he was Israel saying totally different things and. Uh, a manager for the was even the manager for the team that he used to play for. It was you know just another manager in the league. He was friendly with or something. He was coming out and saying that he wanted to the, move on. The and stuff. National coach, right? That was the manager of his uh, previous team. What did I think? Was, was like it that, manager of the previous yeah. team? I wasn't sure, but yeah. so there's no smoke without fire. So unless yeah. Rogers comes in and maybe it was his game time, he wasn't happy with Paul with Gio Kamakis. Maybe Rogers fancies him and says, "Well, oh, you'll get plenty of game time under me." Just. Give me a year and see how you feel next summer. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the transfers will all be up in the air. I mean, I can't even remember. I mean, the Japanese players sent you the link about that we were meant to be like scouted and open talks with his agent and that about. I can't even mind the name now. But I, I mean, I take it that'll be off the, the menu completely. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, Andrew, Mark will have a list of transfers that he could pull the trigger on right away kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Deals that they've been working on for months and he'll show Rogers that list and say, is there any name that you put do you think? But there'll also be players on that list at Celtic are saying whether Rogers likes it or no. Mm-hmm. Not like we not the young Norwegian boy. Not him that old old Odin Tiago guy. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, but... that's that's the scouting team in the Mark Lowell's department that's, that's fun him and well no fun him it's actually actually Paul see if you read up on him and that and Mikey, me and Mikey were talking about him yesterday. If you, he's that's actually a quality signing, Paul. Mm-hmm. I've seen him, yeah. Aye. It's like a, it's like a younger. Think, could he be the number ten? Like it, you know? Could he be? Could he? I know he's only twenty year old, Paul. But maybe we're saying the other night if Der, if if Dermot, if Brendan Rodgers is going to go with the, his old four two three one, we've not really got a number ten. Could that? Could that Thiago boy? Could he be our number ten? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, is he, kind of, is he more of a box-to-box kind of midfielder, or is he? I, I, I bet. I think the way you can... Mark would fill in there. You know? Bobby saying he's very cold, I guess. The way you can throw the ball in that, Paul, I think, I think he could... No, I thought he was, what I saw of him, yeah. And the way he runs forward, it's like, the, the potential there, Mark, is, 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 is unbelievable for him. Like, you know, it really is... Evening, you know, William. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. You know, it really is. But I know I, I asked you to do nice and, and thing like, but people are saying, like, you know, the, the people who are kind of unhappy about this, like saying, 
the league of Terence's thoughts, you know, because Terence was, was kind of falling into that category. He wasn't happy that Rogers has been potentially coming back. But people are saying he should apologise to the fans for leaving Mark and stuff like that. Do, do you agree with that? Or do you think that's just pissy stuff? Or? I, I can understand why fans want him to come out and apologise, Paul, but let's be honest, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's not going to come out and plead forgiveness for the Celtic support and say he's made some big mistake in his life. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he needs to address it. He definitely needs to address it. Mm-hmm. But it'll just be, it'll be something along the lines of opportunities in life come along and sometimes they just, the time in, is right. Unfinished business, In a way, like, I said that the other said, week. said that today, Mark, though, didn't he? It's, it's a privilege to get asked the second time aye. to come back. Like, he probably never thought this chance like would come around for him again, the way he left last time, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, you know, the, paper, the papers were all going on about a uh, I mean, we know the talk was he, oh, he turned the job down, he didn't want it, he wanted to take time out and that. I mean, that's it. I think I even said it on the podcast, Paul. I said, don't be surprised if he's just playing like a PR game. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And then his speech, when he comes comes out, his speech is like, oh, I was wanting a wee break for the game, but to, after speaking to Dermot and the, the opportunity to manage Celtic again was just too good to turn down, blah, blah, blah. But we can't keep hung up on that. No, it's at all. Like, you know, can I ask you a question though? Like, normally we kind of, or over the years, I, I know he doesn't have the kind of same impact now that, that he does, Mac, but Peter Law is Peter Law, like, and he'll still be in people's air there just to give him advice. And uh, why do you think this time there with Desmond went with his own gut and not listening to the likes of Mark and Peter uh, 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 about Marcia and 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 he went to his own decision and, and with with with, uh, with Rogers. But the final decision always comes down to him, Paul. Well, I know that, yeah, but no, kind of leans to kind of. And I think well, I think well, after well, the way Peter you, would say it to him, like you know. I but I think they were a bit after the way after the way Eddie Howe looked like treated us and carried on kind of thing. I think we were a, when it came to Ange, we were a bit. I think we were a bit at a desperate stage and it was just, we were, we were mm-hmm. kind of lucky to have that connection probably with the City group and Matt Lowell and even Peter Lowell to know that Andrew's out there. But I think it's just a case of, I don't, did, did, I don't know how to put it, to put it into words. I, Dermot Desmond just wanted probably a winner, Paul. Somebody that he mm-hmm. knew could just keep, continue, continue dominating the Scottish game and a manager at the level that we the we the right backing. I mean, because we could have we could bring in a manager and just no back him, so it's not going to make any difference when it comes to Europe and that. But we've you got see, a that's top class manager, like, you know, because... a top class manager. We get getting the backing should should take Celtic up up in Europe. It definitely should. Because I remember, and, and you said it last week when we were on the podcast. We, we were on about this progress that Blendon wants. Mark, he wants us to take us to this next level in Europe, and. Myself and you were saying, member banker saying, oh, we can't compete in Europe. Like, you know what I mean? You know, do, do you think as well, like, Dermot Desmond wants the club to to move in that right direction? That he wants to see Celtic, and maybe that be his legacy as well. That he 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 has brought Celtic to the knockout stages again in 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 the Champions League, and maybe you know another cup run mark but, to the final. But yeah. that, I mean, Banker should never have come out and said that. And, yeah. and the reason, and the reason he does, but 
Banker is the chairman of the board to, to accept some responsibility for that. Yeah. Because the, the way the club was being run. Because yeah. but I mean, Banker was a Banker was a was a chairman, Paul. Peter Law's a non-executive chairman, so they're, they're actually different roles if you look into that. Yeah, they are, yeah, yeah. But I just I just I'm I, everybody in the world knows the Celtic. And but European record over the last right with Seville two thousand and three, but it's like it's been ridiculous, embarrassing. Let's be honest about it, Paul. We've no one Jesus, you know, I mean, like a, a, a club like Celtic, Mark, and in my lifetime, only seen them get to one final and kind of having one kind of group stage kind of season. Uh, he was under Gavin, was under Gordon Strack, and really want this. Do you know what I mean? You know, they were kind of the, the, the best times when I was growing up. But I know we had good nights, Mark, here and there, but beating fucking likes of AC Milan and, and Barcelona and, and stuff like that. But we should have been doing, doing a lot more in York, Mark, that, oh. that, 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 that we have been doing, you know? Aye, definitely, Paul. I mean, the thing about that is, Paul, with years of free run to, to get into that Champions League, when Rangers were doing the divisions and still scrimping and scraping their way back up the top division, Paul, and we should have made sure we were in that. Imagine... Our signings then, Mark, even when Rangers were down the lower things, our signings still depended on if we qualified uh, for the Champions League. You know? Aye, aye. aye. And it was a, aye, it was a gamble if the... We were losing players early on in the window and players were waiting to see we were keeping them to play the qualifiers before we were selling them on and stuff. It was just it was just poor 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 planning, Paul, for the top level of the club to the way you doing. Just the people in the club just seemed to be content just to be top top dogs in Scotland. I mean mm-hmm. somebody put in the live chat there, right? Bobby there says the Champions League's out of our reach, right? I mean, that's how we're not going to see Celtic win the Champions League, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be getting into the last 16, the last 32, maybe. And Bobby says, doing into the Europa and then getting a mm-hmm. good run in that. But I'm, I think, see, one said, somebody in the live chat might know this. I'm sure I read it and I didn't have time to look it up. I was just on the phone to Mikey there before we went live, Paul. Uh, I think that once, once this new format comes in, that's all done away with about all this drop. You can't chop down, yeah? No, aye, you can't aye. Down, no. that, that, so, this is the last season of that now, Mark. You can't chop down. Then, aye. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's talking... Once, once you're out, you're out, like. Aye, right? aye. We don't get it, Well, we'll t- like, I think it, it'll be then, like, Mark, um, the teams that finish third in the groups will kind of go into a playoff. I mean, they're going to make the knockout stages kind of bigger, do you get me? You know? So the teams right. that finish for them will be in the playoffs to, to get into the last rungs, you know? Right. That's, that's, and then they'll play the likes of first or seconds, then depending where they're, where, where they're seated, you know? So I think that's the... the, the new, no, could be wrong here now, Mark, but I think that's the, kind of the, it, the, the way they're looking at, you know? But, but you get more games in this new format as well, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Evening, mate. Evening, Michael McKinstry. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. Yeah. So, does um, that, when does he get played by then, Paul? Did that not even get into after Christmas, maybe? With these extra games in the league? In the they, would, they, league? they would, Mark, I think, yeah. You know what I mean? You'll you, you get it after Christmas. Could you, geez, look at it. Like you, you can't cramp every week. We saw that this season, Mark. 
crappy uh, games in into that World Cup to, to this year. So I, I don't think the you, you might get January, February. I said that'd be about it. You know, evening, Jabba, big man. Nice to see you, bud. Mm-hmm. No, I could be wrong in this format, but that's the way I think it is. That I, I read that mark when they were kind of hinting about this new format, you know what I mean? And no one has kind of officially come out about the format yet, but that's one thing that they were looking at was the third-placed teams would have a playoff for, for, for the knockout stages. I think looking at it, Paul, what they're basically doing is trying to give the so-called we daddy teams like us, like Celtic and... Do you know all these teams that are well, in the Champions League, the, the big uh, level? Like it's just to get them more. It's just to get them more money. Been looking at for years, haven't they? Aye, you know? but I mean, it's just as if UEFA just flung them a bone. Just well, we'll give them an extra few games a year, which is another few million quid to them, and they'll be happy. And, and I think is, that's yeah. what they've done. This is this is this is, is it, the reason as well, Mark. It's because they're afraid of their shit over the Super League. Aye, you know. You know, that, that, I think that's still a certainty happen at some point. I think so as well, Mark. You know what I mean? I think the, the, the more and more you see these billionaires, Mark, coming into football, that's their that's their team. Like you know what I mean? You know, they, uh, it's they like it's like all these these sheiks and prince, princes fair in the Middle East, and that's yeah. like all these all the big clubs are just becoming their kind of play things. That's mm-hmm. a kind of that kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably get flung in jail for seeing this earlier, but it's like a bit, it's like a dictionary competition, isn't it? Well, the dude, well, what what's his name there today? Um, the 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 president UEFA uh, came out and criticised the the Saudi Arabian league. Mark uh, today, he says uh, they they want to progress in football, you know, and they're spending billions on. And these players at the end of their careers giving these players billions and billions of money signing on fees and everything. And he says, but nothing is being pumped into their grassroots. It's only a pleaser to the fans to get the fans coming to the matches to see maybe the likes of Benzema and Ronaldo playing there for, for two years. You know, and he says, what if, what if they don't come then, Mark, the two years' time? Where's, where's the young players going to be coming from, you know? Aye, but you can understand that maybe, Paul, because they've got to they've got to get the public interest in it first oh, before yeah. they actually. But like, start. I mean, it's like Man City. Man City. You no, know, I mean they, they took her in the same Rubinho that night, and it, he was he thought mm-hmm. he was saying for Man United. So as if you're if you if it's like if you're trying to build the brand, you've got to kind of get like the public date to it, like the pub, but the public's going to see. Nobody's got. It's like nobody's going to go and watch a team in Saudi Arabia that's seen oh. Yeah, we've just put five fifty million pounds or whatever into our youth academy, but our team on the parts drosting it, but it'll be all right in five mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. years. Because, mm-hmm. like, what's his name? The the fella, uh, the Chelsea goalkeeper, there, Mendy. The team who finished top of the second division, no matter, right? They, they, they only got they're getting promoted now into the first division. They're spending billions to take Aye. in from Chelsea. Do you know the, the money, the, even from the lower leagues, man. The money there is just crazy, like, and it really is, like, Aye. you know, and it's killing the game. Like, there's, there, 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 we're talking about billions and billions, and Rogers is going to get the biggest transfer funds, we believe, that Celtic have is 30 to 40 million mark, and then kind of any player sales, then we're done. 40 million mark's not much in, 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 in today's, today's football, is it? No, it's not much in the big picture, Paul, but it's a fucking hell of a lot of money for the Scottish, for us, for the Scottish yeah, team, do you know what I mean? 
you know? Like, I could see... And again, I keep saying it, Paul, it's not down to the fees we pay, man. Pay the wages to players. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was just going to ask you that there because there's one of Roger's favourite kind of signings and kind of players that he kind of used at Leicester. Uh, and Marty is actually a free agent. He's on Leicester's released players. He didn't sign a new contract with them. Uh, and he was a favourite under Rodgers in that kind of more defensive role. And we're on about our team um, needs a bit of physique, Mark, and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised, Mark, if we went in for him as Rodgers was signing. Get that big in. Did he and Paul? She know a contract with him as well? Not yet. No, I don't think he is, no. Don't I think thought he I is. seen him. I thought he was out of contract as well. You know, like, it's, it's, it's not just... It's, it's just... Like how do I say this, Mark? It's 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 the the person that Rogers is, Mark. He's known in football that he be able to attract these players to to, to Scotland. You know what I mean? Bring uh, these aye, oh, aye. players. You know, as a player, players It's like it's it's done. It's it's done. Reputation, Paul. Yeah, that's what. He's, 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 he's a he's a world known. Everybody that knows anybody, everybody that knows anything about football knows who Brendan Rodgers is. If he'd even get back his time at Liverpool, do you know what I mean? His time at Celtic, two of the biggest clubs in the world. So everybody knows who he is. Players, just says here, Paul. Players will come for come to Celtic for the chance to work with a manager either calibre a Brendan Rodgers. Even even in Martin, thanks very much for coming in, mate. Same to you, Des. Nice to see you, bud. No, it is. I think his his reputation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bobby is saying that Marty's a big, strong player. I think the I I think we will actually see that the uh, under Rogers Mark he'll bring in one or two strong players just to bring more kind of uh, physique. I think into the team. Physical, yeah, bit of physicality of the team. Yeah, especially to well, the midfield. Well, how long know? have we said we needed that, Paul? Hmm. You know, I t- I take Mark looking back like under Angie's era as Celtic manager. I think that was our only kind of real criticism of of the Celtic team was the physique. You know what I mean? I aye, aye. He saying we didn't think, but we always said in matches, Mark. We always said in the derbies is we we, we just get pushed off the ball. Right. You know I mean? saw the. That's saw the. That's saw the. Like Sir Ryan, Jack, Arfield, just hatchet men in the middle of the park and just bullied us. I mean, yeah. we, couldn't, we couldn't deal with it. You know, do you think we're going, uh, like, with the likes of John Kendy staying out and Gavin Strachan, and like, you know, some people said the manager should bring in his own people, but I actually think it was Rogers that wanted to keep Kennedy there himself because of their previous relationship. Uh, I, th- uh, I, think, I think so. And maybe you know, Ken, maybe Kennedy was waiting to see who was getting the job and whether he had, sure. <coughs> whether he had a job at Celtic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and Rogers has been like, I've got any obviously as you said, he's got a previous relationship with him. And Gavin yeah, Stratton, I've said I've said it, Gavin Stratton's one of the best in the business. Do you know Mark, how many people came after him Aye. last season for, for the data analysis? Like, you know what I mean? Aye. You know? Did some you some know? lower league club down in England even went up as manager, didn't they? Like we're looking and I know I've been criticising Kendi, Mark, but I criticised Kendi as a manager when, when he was a manager. You know, I believe he's a good coach and, and that's the way I think he should be as a coach. But 
like 30 years, I believe, he's been at the club and he's overseen uh, 20 uh, trophies. Like, that's it's, it's some record, Mark. You know what I mean? It really is, you know? Aye, I mean, when you think about how many medals has John Kennedy got? That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, like, we're always Aye. talking about the players and, like, Cal McGregor and, and James Forrest and, and, and stuff like that. But when you look, like... Kennedy has has actually been a big part of of of, of this recent domination by, by Celtic football club as well, you know. And like, Paul's I've said before to you, coaches can only do what the manager tells them to do. It's the manager that sets all the stuff up, and then the coaches they carry out the manager's like wishes and add their own retweets to stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So like, I mean, any time Kennedy's took heavy grief, Paul really it's been as well when, when the manager's been taking heavy grief. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think we're going to see kind of like when when Rogers first came in, Mark? He he saw that our sports science department wasn't it, it was basically non-existent back then, Mark. And he brought in all these Premier League starters. He kind of started the ball rolling for Celtic Football oh, Club in, in in these areas. Oh, Ron, Ronnie yeah. started that pull. But he took it on then to the next level, though, aye, didn't he? Aye, yeah. But I mean, Ronnie brought in the fitness and conditioning, didn't he? Aye, you know, the kind of sports yeah. science stuff and dieticians and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Rogers yeah. took it probably like the Premier Premier League level. Yeah. But, and that I mean that's what Celtic need to try and try try and do, Paul. Like act like a like a Premier League club. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? How I mean I'm not talking about the stuff like crazy stuff like like your man cities and that are doing, but Celtic should be Celtic's training facility should be as good as Man City's Paul. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Celtic's what is like stuff like that? Yeah, it's tongue like no Mark though. What is it like now? Is it is this aged uh, or have they done it up or for what I've heard, Paul it can do with a bit of sprucing up modernization, but it's no it's no like shabby it's not I wouldn't say yeah. shabby or anything like that. But Celtic should be like and especially just in Scotland, even we should be at the forefront of this kind of stuff. It's like mine Rogers wanted the big air dome thing. Yeah, but and I was that, going to ask you that. And that no, thing because that, that Dortmund that, used that fires the balls out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because that was one of the conditions uh that they said they'd do to Ange that they'd build some kind of big huge indoor facility in Borofield. Like do you think all these plans will still go ahead that, that Rogers is, is there now? Uh, I don't see why no, Paul. Because again, I've, Paul, see the kind of decisions. These decisions shouldn't be done to the manager. Exactly, the decisions yeah, should be yeah. done. That should be. That's a director of football's job. A manager shouldn't be worrying about upgrading the training I, facilities. The, cl- the club itself, should, the club well, itself should be doing that. It, it the was something I, I, I was thinking about the other day, Mark, in the director of football. And it, do you think maybe Mark Law is that role? Director of football. I think he's done a lot of the, a the roles of director of football, Paul. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's I've, no, I've no got a problem like, with you that. Know what I mean? I've not got a problem yeah. with that, Paul. No, I, mean, I don't think he's, he's been that involved. He's been that involved. pressure off the manager. Do you know what I mean? He's been that involved in the top, in a very, very, very top level of the game with Man City for years. So I really, because people on the forum say to me all the time, because I keep harping on about getting a director of football. Who would you get bring in in that? And it's a hard one, Paul, because it's like, well, you look at the likes of Ajax. Who, when you when you watched, like I know they're, they're not there now, but like Van der Sar and 
Mark Overmars, his players. You would never, you, you, you can't watch a player say he'll be a good director of football. Exactly. He'll be a, do you get what I mean? He'll be a good story. It's a, because of the actual job, what the job entails, it's a hard one to pick a, pick unless it's somebody that's best, already doing that uh, job at another club. And I know he got a bit of stick when he was at Manchester United, but he was never really a manager, Mark. was uh, Radnick, Ralph Radnick. He's supposed aye, to be one of the best football operations fellows around him. You know, Ralph Radnick. You know what I mean? Like, like I see a lot of players there, um, like... Manchester United, they're like the likes of Rio Ferdinand and stuff like that, putting their names forward. They don't have a clue, Mark. How no, but football operations team. But team how do you know? Like that. Like, I don't. I'm just. That's what, but that's. I. But that's you know what, what I'm saying. That you would never have thought that Mark Overmars and that's people. I, we we, you know we what never I mean? thought Mark Overmars too was touchy touch inside the office, did we? <laughs> <laughs> but just. So, it's hard to say, oh, he'd make a good director of football because just because he put the actual job in the Should Rogers tip um, a Ken? He wanted Ken to get the yeah. job. Aye. Yeah. You know, like, we actually don't know, like, what knowledge fucking Kennedy has, Mark. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, we're always saying a good coach isn't a good manager, but he could be, have a, a wealth of experience that we actually don't know about behind the scenes. Well, you know what I mean? Look at, oh, look, he's. Worked under some of the best managers Celtics had. Mm-hmm. He's, he's yeah. watched some of. The, he's watched the, watched all these managers come and go, and he's been a bit. He's been a, been a bit the block, run the block, more than once. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Just, I think I've said it before. I think Kennedy's just a, just the type of guy, Paul, that he maybe doesn't fancy being the manager. He, he prefers being a coach, and there's a wee bit, of, a wee bit. Of, camaraderie, you're still kind of seen as one of the boys, you're out there and a laugh and a joke with the players and that, do you know what I mean? Do you think maybe that's where kind of the line kind of drew with himself and, and Lennon Mark, that maybe he like wasn't learning stuff off Lennon, that how advanced the club came and how, how limited actually Neil Lennon was in, in, in management, because outdated is what I'm kind of saying like you know in, in modern football in the likes of sports science and stuff like that like we saw times like Gavin Strachanmark where he's no pad at the side of the team not even using the tablets Lennon was just he never he never tried to as you said Lennon never tried to learn anything Paul I think mm-hmm. he, he was just always kind of relied on the like the balling and shooting trying to fire players up but it, it's like Jen Callis Ferguson would be a successful manager in this day and age. Exactly. You know, but I mean, Fogs in Denmark knew what he was doing then though Fogs is it's like you could say really it's it's, it's it'd be like Gladiola. Gladiola always changes his assistance, Mark. And, ah, but that, that's what I was going that's what I was going to say. Aye, Ferguson Fogs, always every couple of years he refreshed things, he yeah, changed his number two I remember his, that time squad. um when they were kind of kind of struggling in Europe and Fox and kind of kept, always kept kind of playing the four four two and he brought in that fella Carlos Creras. Remember him from aye, Portugal? Aye, the Portuguese and he brought guy. in him then. Yeah. You know? And that's it, but that, I mean that's that's a but I'm talking about Paul like a good manager, but a good Yeah, exactly. Leaves it to the you coaches know? to do stuff kind of thing. But Lennon was that kind Lennon was like that kind of old school manager. Mm-hmm. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? The ball and shouting Trying to fire players up, but no, actually, 
not actually helping helping the players to become better players, but get become still, better footballers. I, I still think like though, uh, Rogers will bring in kind of maybe one or two marketers. I said it there last week to follow lines and um, the other fellow that kind of have been with him for for years. I still think they'll come with him, and I think it's no it's no harm either in maybe Curtis Davis not coming in, Mark. You know what I mean? That we have, he has a different views from a different assistant as well, you know? Like, not sticking with the same kind of people all the time, all the time. You know, following, like, do obviously, like, the assistant follows the manager, but, you know... The thing with that as well, Paul, see, like we're saying with Ferguson, he changed his number twos. Maybe now, in the modern game, it's like you have the two or three guys and it's like, they kind yeah. of, it's their voices. Even in terms... Mm-hmm. Good evening, gents. How are we now? I'm all right, mate. Thanks very much for coming on, Terrence. I just didn't know if you were kind of listening to Terrence, but we've just, as you know, we're talking about Glenn Rogers, but you weren't in favour from the start and then Rogers coming. How do you feel now about today's announcement? Are you coming around or are you still kind of. Oh, you shouldn't be allowed inside the door, Glenn. Shouldn't be inside, shouldn't be allowed inside the door, Glenn. Not even near the place. I can't believe they've heard him. Can't believe it. I, like, I, he, he should, to be honest, Paul, him and the Spurs manager shouldn't be allowed inside the gate of the place again. They both walked out in the club. It's as simple as that. They both walked out in the club. He walked out. The only reason for this, he, he's, the reason he's worse than the other fella is he walked out during the season. He left Celtic high and dry. Only for Neil Lennon, Celtic could have been in a world of trouble. And now it's people are just kind of going. I don't know, it's really all right. And you have all this nonsense stuff that thinks it's a great club. It's this, it's that. Well, you buggered off, like. You didn't mind leaving for Leicester City, like. It wasn't it was as if you were going to Man United or Man City or Liverpool, back to Liverpool. You might you might have kind of said to yourself, okay, fair enough. He went to Leicester, like. But is that, like, is this the way we are now as a club? You know I mean, if, if, if we're going to have any success up in Scotland, managers or players... The law of the Premier League or Spain is—is is, is it just too big to, for for managers and players to say no? And that's just the reality where Celtic are, Terence. You know, two, two, that, two three a, years that, max, we get out that, of that's managers. A, that's a very fair point, Paul. Well, I I don't I don't have an issue if Rodgers finished out the season with Celtic, for argument's sake, back then, and left. I'd say fair enough, and it was kind of on the cards that he was leaving, but he didn't. He left. He just left overnight. He left like a young fella after getting his leg over, sneaking out at three o'clock in the morning before the girl's father comes home. That's what it felt like. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like the other guy who the Spurs manager now. He couldn't answer he couldn't answer a straight question. But these guys can quote and talk about, you know, Danny McGrain or God rest his soul, Tommy Burns. And looking at the fans straight in the face and knowing that they're going to wherever they're going, like just have to decently to come up with say. I've got an offer. It's too good to refuse. I'm leaving. That you know, there there has to be some level of that. You can't just like sneak out in the middle of the night and then expect to come back and everyone to go. Look, I you know I probably made a bit of a mistake. I've no job now, but I'm coming back to this iconic club. I love this club. I'm a big supporter. Well, you're not. You buggered off as quick. You you left for like you left for a Leicester City. Like I know people will argue that they won the Premier League, but so did Blackburn Rovers. Like. You know, so like, I mean, he, he left he left to go back to the Premier League as quickly as he could. The Australian guy has done the exact same. Neither of them should be allowed anywhere near Celtic Park again, in my opinion. Mark, do you want to come in there and that? Oh, 
does that take entitled to opinions, you know what I mean? I can understand, as I said earlier, you can understand why people feel like that. But for, I can't, if it looked like it was going to be Rogers, Turner says Jason would have been happy about it. Oh, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're to say, Paul, like, as a coach or as a manager and everything else, he was he was excellent when he was at Celtic. Okay, maybe tapered off near the end ever so slightly, but he won everything. He he, he went in. Maybe Europe obviously was, was they were poor in because they tried to go to so teams they weren't able to do. And as the Spurs manager, they weren't able to do it either. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is, like, if you're asking me about how good he was as a coach and manager and everything else, I'd say yeah. But if if Rodgers had left in the normal circumstances. And played out the season and said, "Look, I've got an offer from Leicester. Do what you refuse." But, but what we what we kind of launched then later on, terms that you and myself, Mark, were, were, were talking about in, uh, last week was that the relationship at the time between himself and PLR was kind of non-existent. Do you know what I mean? Like they 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 weren't talking to each other in the corridors and stuff like that. The environment wasn't there. It could have all ended up tips tits up. Early in the season, if do you know what I mean, if 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 he would have stayed on, you know. But there, there Michael's staying there as well. No, no, that Michael, Michael McKinstry did Leicester no say to Rogers just never, never when he took the job. He, 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 he did, he did, he did say that, he did say that, yeah. And that's the thing about him. Maybe, I mean, it's like if I don't go and take this job, they know. I, I mean, everybody knew Rogers was off at the end of the season, just because of the the, the whole atmosphere about the club between him and Lowe and stuff like that, but. If he wasn't, what Joe's would be having, it's not as if he was leaving and saying, Oh, I need a break, here. I need a break for the game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, eh, if it's either new or never, if, if I don't go to this job, the new, I might not get a job in the summer. The next time the next season starts, I'm waiting till Christmas to see who's getting sacked before I get a job. That's the only, I mean, I'm not stacking up for him, I'm just saying that's the kind of way you've got to maybe think about it. Let's not be kidding about something as well, by the way. Go back to Martin O'Neill. Right? Martin O'Neill left, yeah. Martin, Martin left to look after his wife that was sick. And many months was it later, he was Aston Villa manager. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's things yeah. like that. It's just, it's just there's that kind of, there's, I, there's, I, a lot of de- there's a lot of deviousness at that kind of level in football, isn't there? there, I, there think, really is. I think. I think, Mark, it's just the fact that whether it's Rodgers or the Spurs manager now, it's just like, I don't understand why a guy can't, they can't just come out and say I've got an offer, it's too good to refuse, I've got to go. I do, it's, the, it's the whole cloak and dagger thing and just not willing. Like You're there outside and you're there clenching your fists to the fans and banging your chest and doing everything else and as I said talking about Danny McGrain and the history of the club and God rest his soul Tommy Burns and all these bits and pieces it means nothing it means nothing because they don't they don't think like that in my opinion they don't think like that they literally just go gone like a bullet you know gone like gone like an absolute bullet at the first opportunity like do you think though like in his second sentence do you think maybe Desmond like three-year contract and, and and Desmond kind of got kind of guarantees that Rogers would stay here for these three years well, and not jump ship and, and stuff like that. Well, well, I think it's what I think it's what actually Paul what Mark had said there a while back because I was even saying to you that they have to kind of get rid of this twelve-month contract, rolling contract. I can understand it if they want to do it for the first. I can understand for one year. 
Yeah, but 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 in a sense, it's in a sense, it's Celtic for all intents and purposes taking a gamble or having to take a gamble to go. Well, if someone does approach us in a year and a half time, he's got a year and a half left in his contract. They have to pay us money. They have to pay us a reasonable amount of money to take him out of this. One and then secondly, obviously, I know you know it's not it's basically not a case that he can't just down tools and head for hills like because his twelve month contract is over like. You know, I, I, I obviously Celtic, Celtic, Celtic have to be seen to be. But the, the, what I would say, Paul, is Celtic also have to be seen on this side of it as well. And I agree with what your point, what you said a few minutes ago. But Celtic also have to be uh, um, a bigger entity in this. They need to step up as well. They need to stop having a situation that it's managing a football club like it was twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, or ten years ago. You know, they Celtic need to come along. If they want if they want Rogers in there, they've got him in. They've obviously obviously he's come in and said, Look, I need I need to make sure I've this amount of money to spend on players. Or this amount this this thing to be done or this thing to be done. I don't have an issue with any manager coming in and saying that. Because it was at times it was nearly like the biscuit tin at times under law he was if he could save five hundred thousand on a player and he thought that guy might be better than that guy. He's willing to go for the. He's willing to take the risk of the lesser guy rather than you know. And they've had numerous, numerous examples of that with your John McGinn's and even Tony and the Italian lad are prime examples of that. But I mean, so I, I think Celtic need to step up as well. But I look as regards Rogers, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have him as the manager. I just wouldn't. But that's that's only personal opinion. And everyone's to to I know there's people oh, yeah, for and against it, and I understand that. Like. I was I was in the same boat with you, Terence. You know I mean, and when when Rogers left, but when I when I looked at the managers who we were supposedly linked to, he was the best out of the loss. You know what I mean? And and I think well, as, as Celtic fans, we just have to put that aside. And he's here now, and, and like I, I know you will anyway. You know, Celtic just get behind the team, and hopefully things work out. You know. Oh, oh listen, I'd be one hundred percent behind Celtic. I just want the manager to just manage the team. I don't want him coming on telling, telling me it's an iconic club and he supported it since he was three years of age and he kissing badges and jumping, smack, banging chests and doing all the rest of the nonsense. Manage the team. I don't even want to hear from the manager. I genuinely do don't think, even want to hear from the manager. Do, do you think, though, and I, and I said this to you, Mark, the other day, like, considering, like, I know Rogers will be aware of this negativity going wrong. For we saw the Green Brigade today with their tweets and stuff like that, and he'd be well aware that some fans are unhappy. Did it take balls in his side or to come back to Celtic? You know, well, I think it has. Paul, yeah, when he could have waited, Mark. But Paul, see, to be honest, you can say it's took some balls, but you all, you can also say we know what his ego's like. He's a brass neck. So I'd say that. Yeah, I was just going to say that as well. So uh, it did. It did take some. It takes some bollocks to do what he's done, Paul. But also, I'm not surprised just because he like who he is. Just FSW W. Thanks very much for joining us. Nice to see you, Sean. Is that McCluskey or McCluskey? Nice to see you, Sean. Thanks for coming in, mate. Well, but you have to remember. You have to remember as well, Paul. Like, if he, without reiterating the point, look at the way he left. Yeah. He didn't bother him. It didn't bother him when I order like, and he was willing no, to take away. Like, like, and he like, was willing. Like, he was willing to take whoever he could take with him to to, like to make sure he was okay. Not Celtic like. That, that's would, Neil thing, Len, that, would Neil Lennon have done that? No. no. Neil Lennon would speak. Not, 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 five, neither, you know. Neither would Ronnie Dahlia. 
he wouldn't have left either. He he got no backing when he was there, in my opinion. No, I, 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 I totally agree with that, Terms. He got no backing at all, and he was he was a guy who was mad for it. And look at all the youth players he brought through. McGregor, Tierney, Meyer, three examples. Sorry, I'm off, I'm off slightly off the point, but I don't think Lennon would have left at all in a million years. Lennon, Lennon is healthy to the core. He said he said one he had one bad season. He hasn't helped himself after. But if he's, if this is a part, if that's apparently him going on doing the whatever the, 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 the tweeting or the Facebook thing or whatever that is making the comments, if that's him, that's not helping himself. But he he actually fucked up today, did you see that, Mark? No. No, what? With the with the with the Green Brigade, so he actually took down the tweets and put up a different one. When the Green Brigade put out the that tweet about the um the the banner, you know, he put up uh, or they're, they're starting again, like on on the manager's back. I had to deal with these with with the Green Brigade in my last season as Celtic manager, and then he took it back out. Uh, previous managers had to fix it. <laughs> That Siamese boy account, yeah, I yeah, he put it up. I, 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 I had bad dealings with the Green again myself and 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 stuff like that. And then he he took off the tweaks and he changed I and he put down we, uh, previous managers, you know. Oh, so must have, must have been on the bevy then. He was probably pissed going for the interview for the, for the I, don't, I don't, I mean, don't get us wrong. A lot of the I said hated towards Lennon. Would you call it hate? I, I want a fans still hold against him, losing the 10 in a row and stuff like that. But again, time's a great healer. I've said it before, we've spoken about mm-hmm. on the podcast, like how we'd like to see like statues of like iconic players or iconic events or that all up the Celtic way. And without a doubt, if we were doing that, Neil Lennon at some point in time, whether he's alive, I'd, I'd like to wait till people are dead before they get statues and stuff like that. Neil Lennon's quite entitled to stuff like that. He's still. Yeah. A, I don't hate Neil Lennon. I just I hate him for I hate him for being a bit of an arsehole. To be no hate him, but I dislike him for being a bit of an arsehole. But After some, of the, some of the happiest moments in my life as a Celtic fan. Do you know what I mean? Celtic beating Barcelona and stuff like that. He's an iconic figure, man. Aye, and you can't you can't fault him for taking the job. Do you know what I mean? But it just he didn't it, get the back he should, have, he, should, he should never have got it the second time around. So I don't blame Neil Lennon for that. I blame. I blame Peter Lowe and Dermot Desmond for that. I don't blame Neil Lennon for losing those ten in a row. I blame but, the board and Neil and Peter Lowe. But but you also have to you also have to mark hold a lot of players accountable. Like would you would you for argument's sake, would you take Christie back? Would you take Ira back? Would you take Edward back? Would you take all these guys that basically in jam, all these boys that down tools? All these boys down tools when Lennon was manager that, that year. None of them wanted to be there. It just happened to be that they were all in the last years of their contract. It was having to be. It'd have been better off if Celtic were going for eight in a row rather than ten in a row that season, because the chance. The chance how's of that, Ayer, how's Ayer Dane doing in England? I, I don't even. I don't even watch it. No, Mark. Anybody in the live chat? Really, Mark. He's the kind of hasn't really kind of been playing really down there. Actually, at the moment, I know he's injured or what, but he hasn't been. He hasn't been getting a lot of game time anyway. But you know, all these, all these, all these boys like that. They all. They all thrown Lennon under the bus, like, and he had nowhere to go. Like, he had no, he had no backing from over above him with regards to players. He wanted obviously that Ivan Tony that time, and it was all in pair shift. I'm not making excuses from what he done. What he's done after the ten and after they lost the ten in a row is my problem, not the year the ten in a row. But 
you know, there's a lot of players. There was a lot of players back then that that were at fault. And like my argument would be, would you want a lot of? Would you want any of those players back? And that that's why that's why I liken it to Rodgers and the Spurs manager, because they they basically to me just left the club high and dry. Like you can give a monkeys like. That's a good point, mate. Uh, that's a good point. But Miles, evening, Miles, a stranger. Where have you been? Nice to see you in again, mate. Hope you're keeping well. Ayer's been out injured. You know, yeah, I was thinking that because he hasn't been. He hasn't been. Ayer would have been a good player under Ange for his, wouldn't he? Oh. Uh, the, the Spurs manager is Terence Cause of the, 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 the jumper is JFP cause of. This is just that kind of ball playing centre half kind of thing. I think Ayer would have shown out under that system, but yeah, sure. I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just. Um, I suppose the, the the problem is, is, is what I think Paul was alluding to there a few minutes ago. I don't know how true or false it was, but they they put out a list of four managers that Celtic had allegedly spoken to. And if it, if it is accurate, like I mean, two of them are just farcical to say at least. If it was like to suggest yeah, they spoke to the Ipswich manager and then the fellow who used to be the Norwich manager, they're kind of scratching your head going, you can't be serious. Like. like, if you look back, Rice, after the Rogers first sent his manager, Rice, and, and when he walked out, is our process for recruiting managers actually a joke? You know what I mean? What is totally? We give Neil Lennon the job. After the cup final, he spent nearly 10 weeks chasing Eddie Howe, although mm. we couldn't really target at that time. Um, I think we were lucky we had these connections with Man City to get. And then our second the second time long, we, we, we have Rogers, and then we have another Manchester City candidate, Terence. You know what I mean? It's, mm. I, but it's, 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 it's the speed of the process, Paul, that makes me laugh. You know, it's a, it's a speed of the process to me that makes it laughable. Like there is no way that the Celtic board didn't know that the Spurs manager was going to Spurs. But I think I actually said it to you, and, and you were on the podcast that time, and I know, like you, it's all hearsay. Like, but I think they knew back then, Mark, when Rangers uh, went to semi-finals, final with Rangers and Rogers, and was he testing the walls with the Celtic fans then? Did we actually make contact with Rogers back then? You know, I, I really think oh. we did. Who, who, who invited him up, Paul? Was he up as a guest? Was he up as that one of like Dermot's guests? Or, I mean, as I've said as well, Paul. People after Rogers left Celtic, it was like the, the falling out between him and Peter Lowe was looking at a professional level. Peter mm-hmm. Lowe and his, his wife's been here staying in Rogers' home. Or, is it Malaga or in Spain? It is or something. They've been early and stayed with him at times in that over the last few years. So they're still they're still kind of personal. It's like you can't really there. Back, like you know what I mean? Because like as you said there uh, uh, about Neil Lennon, times the healer. I mean, we're only kind of listening to the media saying that this rift is still there between himself and Peter Lawley like, when when it probably isn't. Do you know what I mean? He uh, wouldn't come to the club, Paul. He wouldn't come to the club if it was there. He's not, going to tarnish, he's, not going to tarnish, he's not going to tarnish himself by coming to Celtic and then there's going to be all at war. You have to remember, Paul, as well too, most of the most of the, the tabloids, if you want to call it that, in Scotland are completely 
in the sense anti-Celtic. And they will do whatever they can to disrupt it. Like there was a fella who put an article up the other day that, or the last time about Rod Rogers' first time as manager was was a was a failure. Some guy, some journalist, had put ah, yes, ah, I saw that. Yeah. I, I, he played in seven competitions and won seven. Mm-hmm. But but but, ah, but my I, point. But my point is, they, if you if you look at any of the headlines, it's normally it's they're trying to downgrade something or upset the Celtic apple cart, and then you in the same you'd same like you see Rangers are signing a player for eight million. But you, if the small print is probably, they're probably going to give him two million now and the next six million over installments over the next couple of years to get to this and this and this and this and this. They can't even afford Tillemans. I know, I know, but they, but this is what but what I'm saying is that the journalists up there are painting Celtic in this light and painting right. Celtic in this light, and they're 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 basically trying to they're like trying to hit a its nest. They're trying to get a reaction. Like there's no way that there's no way that Peter, like everybody saying, oh, what about Lowell and Rogers coming back? First of all, Lowell and Rogers will have nothing to do with each other. He'll be dealing with Mark Lowell. He'll be dealing with Michael Nicholson. He'll be dealing, mm-hmm. dealing with Chris. Chris is it? What's the finance guy? Aye. Any deals will be like meeting after games in the, the, yeah. the lounge and you know a, a wee yeah. handshaking a blather about the game. Evening, Adoyle. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. Peter, Peter Law will, will be well aware of what people, what the expectation is to think that people will be thinking that him and Rogers are going to be X, Y, and Z. He's in that, he's in that profession far too long to be caught out with that. And as I said, he will have next to nothing to do with any major decisions that to do with the football club that Rogers is involved in. It's Michael Nichols, Mark Lawell, and the, the chief finance guy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, like people, people are the assumption that Lawell is going to be in the middle of all this and calling all the shots. Michael Nichols is the CEO, not Peter Lawell. His I time has come and gone. Like I, I, I think they, they kind of made that clear, though, Terence, with this Brendan Rodgers appointment that Lord kind of wanted to go down the, the Man City route again with Marcia. And, you know what I mean? It was Nicholson that kind of stuck to his guns as well and went with, I suppose, he don't want a fucking choice either. <laughs> you know, if we're going to go against the... The owner of the club, Mark. You know what I mean. You're gone off the door, really, aren't you? You know. I'd say it's, I'd say it's down to Dermot Desmond, Paul. Dermot Desmond says whoever he wants is in. That's it. Like, I don't. I don't even think, with the greatest respect, it means anything. Michael Nichols might say he prefers this candidate or this candidate. If because there's a famous one of when years ago, and I think Mark, you might know, remember this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But when Martin O'Neill came in, the powers to be, the, the head of the, the chairman and all them, they apparently wanted Gus Hiddink. I think it was. And Dermot Desmond was no, no. Martin O'Neill's complaining. I want Martin O'Neill. So he obviously aye, has aye. The, he obviously has the main say because I think it was Gus Hiddink was they were pushing for him to come in at the time, and Desmond was like, no, no, no. I want Martin O'Neill. And basically, it was kind of in, nearly in a sense, it's my ball. I'm going home if you don't if you don't pick him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. So I, he says goes basically. I what that's it's a majority shareholder. So really, it's, yeah. it's going to be that. Mm-hmm. My next question, though, then is right. Like this is Roger's second stint as as manager, and normally, kind of, when a new manager comes in, you give him some leeway. Does does he have leeway now? Uh, this time, wrong Mark. Like, or do you expect like no, Rogers? We want to treble. Like, you know what I mean? We want to make progress in Europe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is your second shot at Celtic Football Club. Oh, I mean, what would you rather have, Paul? 
you're a good a good European winner or the League Cup. Mm. And, see, and that's the thing. That, see, that's one of the things we've got in Scotland. We spoke about this before as well. The thing about it is, see, if Celtic don't win it, there's a good chance that they're going to win it, and that's mm-hmm. unacceptable. Whereas mm-hmm. doing in England, it's a key. I mean, that, there's no kind of even down to the rival, even if they it's can last, afford to put out their second string teams down there in the top matches, man. That's the problem up, up here, isn't it? Up here, I mean, up here, if Celtic get put out of the League Cup, or even worse. Like lost to Rangers in the League Cup, or even in the final, mm-hmm. that would be a complete meltdown for the Celtic support. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting, if you're doing stuff in Europe, you've got, do you know what I mean? Europe's got to be the aim, Paul, for the mm-hmm. for a for the money and b for even the prestige. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the money just keeps us miles and miles and miles in front of anybody else in Scotland, which is the main thing, really. That's where bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But the European stuff has got to be the aim. Do you know? That's, it really has. That's got to be. Build, rebuilding their reputation in Europe, and it's alright. All this, as I've said, all this like the birthday care pish about people. Oh, one of my favourite stadiums to go and play in, and that. But I, but because you're all coming here and playing in front of all these crazy fans, and then beating us. Make, you need to make it horrible. Celtic need to make Parkhead a horrible place to go and play football. Aye, aye. I've said this before. I'd, see, like I watched a thing the other week. It was. Um, Man United went out to play Galatasaray back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. The welcome to hell thing and that, and like the Man United players. I mean, don't, I'm not meaning to go that full hoggy. That's I mean a lot of nastiness goes around Turkey, but the, the Man United players end up getting attacked by the, the police and everything over there. But I don't want. I want. I want them to come to the ground with a kind of fear. I don't want them to come and say, oh, the atmosphere is great, but a wee part of the heat birthday care pushes well, is that. that is, is that why then so Mark Rice like? We're on about the uh, the North Cove uh, extending their um, their area within Celtic Park. You know they want the end stand. You know they want the full Aye. stand. You know, like should we test the water so maybe in Europe to bring that atmosphere with them to have that section in Europe? You know because you don't get the season. You're not are you not guaranteed your seats with the season ticket for Europe? That's separate, isn't it? Or Oh, no, tickets get sold. You, you, you need to buy them within a certain time. You're guaranteed. Yeah, to see but like, so should we guarantee, like what what Celtic should do, like to to, to just test it, Mark, and bring this kind of atmosphere that you're you're on about. You see, Bruce Dyman fans. You used to even see over in Poland with Lega fans. They had their own section in the stadium that's theirs for the European matches, and they build us this big, huge banner. Should we test the waters with that? Do you think going down the line for 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 the people want to go to get their seats for that, Paul? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for Europe, though, can't they? You know what? Like, if you no, say Europe, if, like, no, but if I've got a season ticket there, Paul, I've got the first 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 I'd, but I don't I'd see the full strand thing, Paul. I can't ever really see that working at Celtic Park in the next like the foreseeable future. But well, there's like too to much kind of there's too much to kind of do in such a little time to get that done in there because you're saying they're season tickets and everything like that, you know. Yeah. But what I would like to see them doing is Paul putting see where the like the Green Brigades in that bottom corner doing that end. Just put another another standing section in the opposite end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And give that, you've got the green brigade at one end and you've got the boys at the other end. 
and let the two, like the two, do you know what I mean? Like the two standing sections get the place rotten. Just a, just another wee corner at the other side of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that, Terence? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I hundred percent agree with that. That'd be that'd be ideal. But you, because you, you also have to remember, Paul. Like, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, and Mark's point is right. If you if you have a season ticket, you first refusal on 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 the on the European match. But you have to remember, Paul. Like, they're, they're, if if Celtic and and Rangers are qualifying for their Europe and continually playing as poorly as they are. Is it going to become a situation where they go back to having to pre-qualify? And mm-hmm. Celtic's track record isn't exactly overly hot at that either. Like, so do you still have to be necessarily saying putting one whole stand. Or I, I understand what you mean, though. One one particular stand for the European games. When Celtic's record is pretty abysmal at qualifying, it's just at two for the European thing, for the, especially the, the Champions League at times. You 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 couldn't really allocate a certain section like that for it because obviously people are sitting there. But yeah, I, I think the, the the thing where they have the is it the north the north curve is that a, a crowd and and the, obviously the green brigade one side and as Mark said the other crowd at the other side of it standing that would that would certainly generate a good atmosphere because you're going to be guaranteed that they're going to be there for the matches regardless the European matches in particular but they're going to be there and they'll definitely get a good buzz going around the ground mm-hmm. like. The way Rogers is talking, he wants Europe is his catalyst, Mark. Right? He wants to bring Celtic into Europe, get them to the knockout stages, or what Bobby was saying earlier, finish third and get a good one in Europe. And to do that, like positions need to be strengthened. And there's a post there from Bobby, Mark. I don't can you find it? He says uh, we need a goalkeeper, left back, a centre back, a CDM, a right winger, and a striker, and that would be great. Right. Is there any players terms that you think maybe in this team that could struggle on, on the Rogers myself and Mark spoke last week about it? There, there could be a few players that could struggle under the way Roger plays in, in, in this it, team. The, the, as I much think as I, I, need that. And I'm a great yeah, well, well I do too. Yeah, I, I think another one, and I hope it, I hope it doesn't. But with the inverted fullback thing, if they obviously changes. I would fear, and I'll probably get lambasted for this, I would fear for Greg Taylor. Yeah, it's, I said the same to you, Mark, last week. Aye, I think, Ber- I think Burnaby's more, more suited to... Overlapping. Yeah. Well, well, but Rogers might have changed his system. I don't know. I've said that to you on night, Paul. But well, I think Burnaby would be more suited to his system. In, in Leicester... Well, hold on, Paul. It's, it's Good night, Brian. Thanks for coming, Brian. See you I later. I Rogers do with Celtic when, when he was first there. Terence is, is he changed his system a lot to different teams? Yeah, we, I know, but I you know have to do that a lot down in Celtic, like with lower teams. But we know now that Rogers can change his his formation. You know, but 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 Paul, any of the managers that were at Celtic, like like you'd hear people going on about how good Rogers was and how good the Spurs manager was and how good this fellow was. Look at. Look at look at him, like the, the, one of the best managers Celtic ever had in Europe was Gordon Strachan. Mm-hmm. But Gordon, Gordon Strachan cut his cloth accordingly. Neil Lennon cut his cloth accordingly as well. They didn't necessarily go, I'm playing Barcelona, I'll go toe to toe them. Or I'm playing AC Milan, I'll go toe to toe them. They were going, okay, well, I need to be pragmatic here. I need to change my formation. I'll just play maybe Samaras up front by himself and have at least two guys sitting in the midfield and covering the defence and playing it sensible. 
Do you know what? So, like, like that's what, what I mean. What, what, it should, what, what it should be bread and butter. But it should be bread and butter, Paul, for these guys to be yeah, able to do that. Rogers is around a long, long time. Like, I, I agree, yeah, but I think now, though, like with modern football, a, a lot of managers just don't want to do that anymore, Mark. They just want to test their own style in, in, in Europe, and that's it. You know, they just, just, just the way it is. Like, you really see. A manager really go all defensive nowadays, do unless you're up in fucking Scotland, Livingston, and Taylor, but you really don't in the big leagues, do you? You know, I'm not bad. You be terms. Just the old saying, Paul. I don't know if you're go to an island. You can only you can only pass with the cock you've got. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? And that's you know. terms. You're saying I totally agree with that. But on the other hand, as well, terms. He got he got Leicester to a European semi. Exactly. You know what I mean. I mean yeah, but I guarantee, I guarantee, I guarantee. He learned his lesson. For, that's what I'm trying to say. I've, I've, I've not even watched a Leicester game for you. I just went to them together. I mean, I don't oh. watch English teams or that. But has he learned his lesson? He must have. He must have been something right to get Leicester that far in a European competition. Is it? Is it any? Is it any coincidence that the first player Celtic are linked with is the fellow who's was after we? Like, he's gone from Leicester. He's gone from Leicester. He's on the free, and he's a holding midfielder. And he's. Uh... He was a flavour under Rogers. Yeah, but is there any is there any is there is there any is there any coincidence that that is? Because that's the one position where Celtic played AC Milan, they had a holding midfielder. They played Leipzig, they had a holding mm-hmm. midfielder. They had Shaq to the net, they had a holding midfielder. Celtic assumed they didn't need one. Yeah, and got that, torn that, got that's torn to that's, that's what my, my myself and Marcus said there, Terence, when we were actually talking about and we said that could be the only fault. Under Ange was was that, that one position, the oh, one position, you know. It was a massive. It was a massive fall, Paul. You you said you might get away with it. You'll get away with it more times than not in Scotland. Like they were, they were, you know. In, like if you if you looked at some of the goals that Celtic conceded, mm-hmm. like how many times was it they they were caught out in possession or? Do you know there was one? I was certainly over in Leipzig. There was once or twice McGregor lost the ball, and I listen. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I love McGregor. I don't think he's a a hole in midfielder. I think he's a oh. fabulous footballer. He's a brilliant footballer. But I'm just I'm just trying to point out something. Like there's times when he lost it in that position when he's a hole in midfielder, or when he's out of position. The Shakhtar Donetsk goal is another example. He was caught rotten in that one as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. You know, I, I said I, I'm not trying to pinpoint. It's not to do with McGregor. As a player, it's McGregor in a position he shouldn't be playing in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially like at that all, level. Aye. It's all it's all kind of guessing now, Mark. Like what Rogers could do, like he he could come in and assess the squad. He like he could actually turn around and say, Mark, Kyogo doesn't suit my team. We don't know what Rogers is going to say, but I wouldn't think so. I think there's kind of a lot of similarities. I think between Kyogo and and Vardy, the way they kind of play. You know, but do you think that any positions that you think Rogers would kind of change straight away when he comes in? Well, I think I think goalkeeper could be one of them, Paul. I think goalkeeper, and I day either he'll be. In, I think I said it the other night to you, Paul. I don't know what you think, Tim. So I think Osmer suited to a Brendan Rogers team. Oh, be I do, yeah. Just be going with what we've seen with him. Do you know Getting what I mean? down to the boy line and crossing the ball in Mark with the wing. A, a big, a big yeah. physical kind. I get. I mean, you look at the ball. Don't know. Do you know? I think O's, I think O could become like 
one of the players that, Rod, that kind of gets what Rodgers is trying to do, and Rodgers will really improve him, I really do. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a more suited player to Rodgers' system. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought, I, I mean, I know he's come out and says he wants more time for the Champions League and that, but I, I'm still, I don't know. I don't know if Kyogo will still be here next summer, eh, next season. Yeah, it's a strange, and, right? Like, ain't they, like it's it's all kind of it's it's, it's like a waiting game, Mark. Ain't they? We're waiting to see what happens, or we're waiting to see who's going to come in, who's going to leave. Like, we, we just don't know. Like, do we? You know? Aye, they're, they're William yeah. Smith, Hacks Abanovich. We've spoke about that as well, Paul, haven't we? Getting Hacks Abanovich in. Kind of central role, maybe. Well, I want him. I, I think him under Rogers, Mark. Uh, we could have another Tom Roger with him in a, in a Rogers lineup. You know. Well, I I remember what I remember a game they played, and I I and it could be Saint Mirren or something like that that he played. But I remember Hexavanovich played in the middle. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. And he actually had a he actually had a cracker of a game. He he came on and then James Forrest came on after him and it was James Forrest actually went into Yasha's position and Hacks Ivanovich Towns jumped into the to the centre. Yeah. I thought he was very good in the middle, like I thought he no again no, you, you you can't you know it's only you know twenty minutes like even a blind squirrel finds a nut, you know what I mean? But like you need to see him there more consistently, like you know what I mean? But he looked he looked good. But listen, I know this is gonna sound funny. I know you won't like it anyway, Paul. But people are even suggesting that David Turnbull might have a big future under 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 Rogers because of the type of player he is. Because if you look, right, I I criticise Turnbull because he couldn't keep up with Andrew's fast play and he wasn't consistent enough in that. But Turnbull in a more possession based football could actually suit him better. Do you get me? Mm. A different manager could actually suit Tom more. Do you mean because we're, we're going to hold on to the ball a bit more, or our spaces are going to be tighter and there's going to be less running in in a, in a Rogers team? You know, so maybe it, it it could, you know. But I don't know. I I, I think Tom himself and just reading between the lines right there, I I I still think Tom will go just just for himself to be playing first team football. You know, oh yeah, I could I could see that too. Like, I could see know. that too because I I the other side of it as well, Paul, is you have to remember like you're right in what you're saying, but but Rogers is going to have to come in. He's going to come in, and obviously he knows the expectations there. It's like I think he both said it there recently, and I think even Michael had said it a couple of weeks ago when he was on it. When have you ever seen a Celtic manager come into such a good situation? Yeah, exactly. So in the Champions yeah. League, in the Champions League, right? Won, won, won the treble, uh, squad, all in good contracts and all seriously, seriously talented players. You know, normally you get a, you get a, you get a, if Rodgers just came in or the time Martin O'Neill came in or guys like that, they're coming in and there's generally been a mess the season before. Like, this is, this is completely new. So, like, I'm sure Rodgers has been looking at the football and seeing it. Like he knows that he knows the expectation is that it's still going to be the Celtic fans are going to want him to be playing at a high tempo. If they go back to this really really slow possession and passing over and back and over and back, like he's on he's going to be going in a short leash with a lot of people as it is. And if he's if it starts and it's fairly dour to watch, 
You know, I, I, I think he'll be under pressure from, not from this, the the board, but from the fa- some certain sections of the fans. If it's if it starts off being a poor, slow passing over back, passing over back kind of mentality, like I, I would assume he's not going to change it. it. Shouldn't change it massively, but certainly the tempo shouldn't change at all. To be honest with you, yeah, In, when, it's, when it's a high especially level, when, especially Terence, when the team was so young and we know they can do it. Do you mean the tempo should stay the same? This well, fast not- tempo back. You know? If it's not broke, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's something. Brendan, <laughs> but I mean, but Rogers his first season. Do you know, that's for, but, but we want to get to a kind of mixture between like Rogers his first season and but but Andrew's playing. Hmm. Exactly I mean, the first the first season was good. Then, then he started getting players like fucking is it Trojan is it and stuff like that is it. Uh, just, but I don't know how much of that was him though, Paul. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like he it, it just started falling apart when like we were bringing in players, Terence that weren't kind of suited to the way Rogers wanted to play either that time, you know what I mean? You know? And mm. like, Well obviously obviously the people that are there now have obviously take the Japanese boys out of the equation. But someone's obviously identified Carter Vickers. Someone's identified the likes of Alistair Johnson, someone's identified Matt O'Reilly. Someone's identified Jota. Do you know, I mean, like, I'm not, there's no way that there's no way that the Spurs manager identified all those players. He's identified oh, the legs of Jesus. We actually talked it? about that the other day, Terence, myself yeah. and Mark. I mean, like, Lord has a big saying in, in, in I'd say in that's Matt Lowe. I'd say that's side. Matt Lowe and his team that's found their players. Even didn't he? Yota, even O. Yeah. Even O, yeah, because so even yeah. when Ange was John C. Mark, yeah. Right, but yeah. when uh, Andrew's here in Japan, O was only like 19 or something like that, and he was still doing his national service and stuff, so it's not exactly. that Ange saw him as a youth player, and he caught a, a lot of people give, I seem to be giving Ange credit for that, but that's all. Mm-hmm. actually don't know Mark what kind of Mark Lowe has been with the Man City group, do you know what I mean? They've scouts all over the world. Aye, <laughs> aye, he was in charge of them all, Paul, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking there, he ran about a keeper, <laughs> I'm just fucking going. Matching Seavers. No. Hmm. Was it Blendon Rogers that signed Bane? It could have been. Really? It could have been. Yeah. Because he played. So I've just sat there and spoke about how Rogers did, made signings that weren't actually his. I knew you're saying it was him that signed them. He did sign him for what was it? We, we didn't injure. Ah, but it was a hammer. We signed him, and we did injure to to a disease. Want this? We did injure to two keepers. Want this? And he came in as a as the one to be signed. Want this? He signed for Hibs, wasn't it? And had they played yeah, against? Yeah, and then he, he actually tried to the same. It's tracks with that guy. You know, Jesus mm. Christ! I'm just shit myself. That he's not going to be our keeper next season after those blunders he made against Hibs. Everyone was saying. Jeez, Scott Fairjuice and Scott Baines having a, a great game, and then the two goals going now nah, fucked up because Scott Baines got no can't have him in goal next season. You know? no. <laughs> well, listen, listen, Paul Rogers. Rogers has had before he's signed on the dotted line. He's told him exactly what it was he's requiring before he signs, and you can be guaranteed that Dermot Desmond says you're going to have this, and then he's at a meeting with probably Desmond and. Michael Nichols and as I said the finance guy. I doubt very much Peter Lawwell was there. He may have been there. He might have might not have been there. 
he could have he there's likely to be Mark Lawwell there. He's probably gonna sit down with all these guys and said, Well, if you want me to come Dermot, this is what I want. A B C D. Because the shows with Lennon saying, wait, no, Neil, this was all, this will all blow up now in a couple of hours. Just stay there, you stay there, you, I'll get you the job, I'll get you the job. <laughs> you know, but like, you, like, I, I mean, as I said, back in the time, like Scott Bain, if he has come in, it's clearly like a stopgap. You know, what is there, and then they're, they're probably looking at it in the home rule and thing and all that kind of stuff. I, I think there, I think, no, we're, we're we're so financially secure now. You know, when when our next, I think AGM comes out, Mark. I think we're going to hit a billion or something. They said, "Is this?" Oh, I've seen somebody saying that, Paul. Yeah, I... we could be hitting a billion. Like the club now is so profitable that we're we're able to give the um, and, and we're guaranteed Champions League money. And if this is Mark, we're able to back the manager. But it, it, it's, uh, do you know when? Do you remember, do you remember a couple of weeks back? You, I think you were on Terence and. Mark, you were on, and we was we was like I was saying to you, like uh, are the are the big name signings gone? And the way Rogers is talking, I think we could be in for a big name signing this seat this, this summer, I said. You know, a marquee signing, Terence. I, 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 I think I honestly, I think we'll break our transfer record this this summer. Mm-hmm. They have to mark. They have to, not they should. They have to like. Oh, I mean, they, they said they've only spent nine million on a player. Oh, that unless, is Mark, unless it's a pure cute, a pure cute deal like a bargain, Paul. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's breaking my transfer record this summer. Well, when you consider, you know, when what, you consider Mark, you know what Rogers' market is Rogers' market yeah. is like Premier League in the top level. So mm-hmm. I mean, we see him and Mark. Does Mark, say, Mark if he wants to take Celtic to the next level, those the, these are the players that we actually need in this. You know, but you remember that it's twelve. Stuff like that, we have, we, you have to do that. That's the bread and butter of Celtic, then to sell them on. Like, but like, we, we're on about Ajax there. The other the, for pre place Celtic should be looking at Ajax uh, as as the role model. But now, if you look at Ajax, Mark, right, they're buying these young players. Like, if they don't come to the academy, they're buying players for 20 million, right, and they're selling them for 60 to 80 to 90 million. Do you know what I mean? So, even they kind of change their way. They went from always oh, kind of promoting through the youth. Do, do, do you get me? You know, so they're actually buying these young players. They're still producing their own players. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You produce your own players and then spend your transfer budget on a bit of class. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a bit of class, Mark. And then you know you get it. Like, look what we got for Edward. And he was in his last last year of his contract. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we got more than enough back from Edward. Yeah. I know, but you have to understand as well, Paul, right? Like, like Celtic are living in regards to transfers of to 10 and 12 and 15 years ago. Like, what was 5 million five or six or seven years ago is not 5 million today. Exactly. Like, you have to remember, Celtic have never, in, in one-off payment, have never paid more than 9 million for a player. That's absolutely unbelievable for a club like Celtic. And the highest transfer player in Scotland ever was 12 million. Twelve million. You probably get fellas in the championship that are costing you twelve million now. Yeah, sure. What did what did you say there, Mark? The fella would. You know, you man, Chris Wood. He said, "Well, Chris Wood going there, like yeah, the fellow who's playing Newcastle, like yeah." One goal in fucking four goals in 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 the season, like you know what I mean? Aye, fifty million pound. But you have to remember as well, so Paul, like 
again, look at the Celtic side. If you go through the Celtic team, you could go solid here, solid here, solid there, solid there. So for me, I, I said it, I think I might have put something up in the forum about it. I'd rather Celtic buy maybe three or four players that were like eight, seven, eight million or more a player and have a serious impact on the team rather than trying to buy 10 players that are three million each. Well, I like too, Terence, and it was, it was something I discussed uh, with you when you were the podcast. I asked, I actually asked two of you the question was, I think with Rogers coming in as well, we'll see more kind of European-based players come into the team, you know, because I think Rogers kind of likes those kind of European-based players, Mark, you know? You know does that actually me. stop our marketing in the likes of Japan now, do you think? Or? I, th- I you think know? it will be, Paul. Unless it's maybe somebody, some like a young player that's exceptional kind of thing. I don't think it's going to be... Like I still say, Mark, we still have a contact over there. Do you know what I mean? I still t- like, not a contact, like a spotter. Do you know what I mean? I would see a talent like they'll contact Celtic or they contact Mark Law or something like that. But I don't... I. I just don't think it's a market now where Celtic will go to with Blendon Rodgers, knowing the players he likes. Do you know what I mean? He likes a physical player. Like, oh, Aye. I mean, if there's a player like that over there, and I still think, I think Awasa could be a, a good player under Blendon Rodgers. You know, really do. I you think know? he'll still go to the Blendon Rodgers team, Paul. Mm-hmm. When, when look at the first signing, the young players, the Norwegian fellas that are signing. He's a holding midfielder. That's his position. Yeah. And they're talking about the Leicester fella coming in as well, who's on a free. He's a holding midfielder. So they're obviously, yeah. uh, Rogers is obviously, I'm sh- I imagine there's a, a slight discussion there beforehand. Do think he already, I don't know, Terence, like I know he's not in the thing, like, but as discussions like that, like, do you think that was already identified by Rogers, Mark, or is it too early to say that? Or did the club know themselves that that was an area that we needed to strengthen? Because Andrew was always admin that we didn't need someone in there, you know. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Anyone? Um, I'd, be very, I'd be very surprised, Paul. They'd have to go to that position. They'd have to, they'd have to look at getting that, that position, someone in there proper, because they were... That, it's Europe where they want to stake a claim. And that's the one part we've all said that they've been dismantled in when it came to playing in Europe. Like. Mm-hmm. Oasa might be not even signed. Uh, he was on a loan to buy. Is it, uh, no, it, just it, an, is it not an obligation to buy? 
it's an obligation, I think. Uh, you know, I, I think you've just a lot of demon. What did some father said? Because when the internationals are on over in Japan, kind of everything else stops. Aye, I can mean do something about that. Aye, yeah. So I, I, I say that. But I, I, I think uh, a will be signed. You know, well, he I, will I, be, he will I, be signed. Aye, aye. But I just, I don't know if he's going to be, a, if he's a Brendan Rodgers type of player. Mm. And the only way I imagine is if he doesn't, if he doesn't settle, if he doesn't settle, that's the only way it won't go. I imagine the same as Maeda was. Maeda was a no with the pink boy like. I mean, that, that might change. Rawson might want to be here. No, Mark, that Ange is in demand. We don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know. See where the squad is. The new turns. We're, we're the yeah. new, right, without anybody leaving or that. Right, going be, well, we're kind of guessing Rogers has got to go for a 4 2 3 1. What would be your starting 11? Uh, obviously, I. To me, the back forward still say the the, the right, keeping the back right. forward still say the same. Being realistic about it, in in midfield, I wouldn't I wouldn't have I'd have McGregor in there, but I wouldn't have him as a holding midfielder. Um, he's always been four. Yeah, it's four two three one. So, if it was me, judging on what I saw, and I know he won't play it, I'd be playing Matt O'Reilly in, in there. Yeah, would probably that, that, with, that in there. Yeah, with the likes of with the. Or what we have there, I'd be playing. I'd be playing a Wata and a Royley in there, or a Wata and or a Royley and Hatati in there, something like that. McGregor maybe further forward in the in the three. Four, sorry, four two. Sorry, no, sorry, I get it right. O'Reilly and a Wata in the middle. Then McGregor further forward, Hatati further forward. I'd have you'd obviously probably have Kyogo up front, but Rogers might have O. Oh, but you'd have Kyogo up front, and then I don't know who you'd have. Maybe Jot on one wing, and depends who's there. Who's still there? You know what I mean. And the other, I don't know. I don't really don't know. But it's a hard call. But I, I wouldn't have McGregor in the whole midfielders. I'd have O'Reilly and Oate. I'd have that would be the two, four, two, three. The three of, for me would be Hatate, McGregor. You could have McGregor on the kind of left side because he's normally a bit of a left footer, uh, or whatever way to put it on the right. Or Hatate, and if you're going to play Jota three, and then Kyogo up front, that would probably be the the one I'd be looking at to start with, but they mightn't be very balanced side, to be honest with you, but mm-hmm. they're the players I'd start with, like. Well, see, I'd, I'd be quite happy with McGregor in that, like, that midfield too, as long as he had... With, with someone, man, some, yeah. Like, aye, aye. I like, I like how, the number of saying there with Cal McGregor and O'Reilly. McGregor yeah. and O'Reilly or Awata. I mean, Awata, he's reading it again, we saw that, we caught glimpses that, he's actually reading it again, and that's fantastic, but is he physical enough for for that, we, we've not really seen that for him. And I think Rogers, I mean, it, it used to be like Scott Bruno McGregor, so Bruni brought that kind of physical side, mm-hmm. side to the, that, that part of the team. And I think Rogers likes a kind of physical presence in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of, somebody mentioned beat on earlier on. I, I, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do think so. Maybe a lot I could take on the beat on role and come on yeah. just to slow the game down and tidy things up at the end. Do you know what I mean? But I'd, I'd well, go for McGregor and O'Reilly maybe in the other two. Well, Rogers is always... I know it's slightly different a couple of years ago in time, wait for no man and all that. But if you ever watch when uh, McGregor was always very much further forward under Rogers, I know because they played in Cham and Brown were normally in midfield or Armstrong and Brown were always kind of sitting there. But he always played 
McGregor further forward, maybe sometimes in the ten roll or sometimes off in the out in the left side of a tree or whatever the way they put it. You know, he was always fairly further he was always a lot further forward. Now obviously, you know, he's he's playing in the, the kind of holding midfielder role for the last number of seasons, so maybe that's where he's he's more comfortable there now, like well, you 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 don't know, but I can under, I see where I know what you're talking about, Mark. I can understand that as well. I was just thinking where I, for me, I was thinking where Callum McGregor be more most effective. I suppose. I, th- I think he's lost that new tear. I mean, I mean, his goal scoring, his goal scoring records atrocious. Really, when you think about it, for considering what he used to be like when he was younger, and for. I don't know if it was when Rodgers came in and started playing the four two three one. I, I, th- I think that took a lot of his game away. And I mean, Paul, he's been a bit. But we talk about in the forum, like he's done with players at Liverpool. Like he's been a bit. He's been a bit Brendan. I mean, mm-hmm. Cal McGregor, as he's one, technically, he's one of the best Celtic players Paul I've seen in my life. Yeah, well done, well For me as well, he could play at any level. He could he could go and play at any level in the, big, the pub league. Not right back, Not right back, No. Huh? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but when he was younger, he was more like, a, he was more like an attacking midfielder, more a box-to-box midfielder. But for Rodgers got a hold of him, Knocked that out of him, and he's not been as mm-hmm. effective going forwards. So I think he is more suited to be like that deep line playmaker role, but no, the physical side of well, that. He needs someone there that to do that dirty work. Like, uh, like aye, aye. what you said before, that, let, let's go wrong there, but not let him dictate the way he said the play. That should be Calamac's job, isn't aye, it? You know, so let, let someone there with Calamac, but let Calamac do. Walk aye, let him, con- let him control the tempo of the game yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And just have a bit of muscle in beside him to give that mid- the midfield a bit of protection. You know, like evening, did, evening John. Thanks very much for coming, mate. Nice to see there's, you. There's one lad there who I think could actually have a role on, on the blended Rogers is, is Rocco Vata. You know, nice pacey ring up that that kind of likes getting the ball, it's crossness and. By, by the looks of him, he's actually one of the best crossers in, in, in the team at the moment, Mark. You know? I've not had not much hope for any youth players, Paul, under Rodgers, to be honest. It'll have to be a serious standard, Paul. A serious standard. That's the only downfall about Rodgers is youth level. Do you know what I mean? Where, because we, we've said it numerous times here, Mark, there was no kind of Interest really, Rogers wanted to buy oh. kind of ready made players and, and then he bring them to that next level that they were. I mean, that, that's that's true, but really. again, Paul, that that comes down to poor planning for the club, yeah. And see when it comes to see when it comes to like every every transfer window when the squad's getting assessed, then then it should come again, Paul, with a director of football, we say no. You integrate, integrate this young player into the squad, but not by anybody. That's kind of the role, really, Mark. As well, I know, like uh, Hamill is, is Hamill is, is is coming coming in. Like, is he going to bridge that gap between the pathway for youngsters, or is that nothing to do with him whatsoever? Who? The Mark. Stevie Hamill, isn't it? Stevie Hamill, yeah. 
you know, is he going to be helping players integrate into the first team? Uh, or... He's a head of coaches or something like that. Yeah. Aye, like, so, aye, aye, something like that then, Paul, aye. You know, he could... I mean, maybe, maybe, we're not, maybe we're just kind of looking at, right, we've not, we, we don't need a director of football, we've got people here that can, if we split the jobs up, we can do it between us. There's got to be somebody uh, that says to Brendan Rodgers, wait the new Brendan, we spend millions every year on our youth academy, blah, blah, blah. But if he looked down in Ting Denmark, like he did bring in you, or he, he, I think he bought Harry Barnes, didn't he, for, to Leicester, didn't he? He bought him, but there was young players that he actually did integrate into that Leicester system, you know? So I, I think if the players are there, Mark, maybe he will. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, did we have the players back then? Well, don't, don't know if we did, did we? You know? Well, we'll never know because you never gave them a chance. But we didn't have any kind of low-line league either, did Mark? But once you don't have a reserve league, Paul, do you, they have no chance to shine. I keep, I know, I keep repeating this a lot of times when I'm on this, I'm on the the, the podcast. But and you, we've all spoken about Ajax. I don't. I guarantee, if you look to Dutch football, I'm sure there's a B league, if you want to call it that, for a, for a better term. And those guys are playing football against. If fragments like Celtic are playing Hibs this week away, the B team are playing Hibs away that same weekend. And and like as I said, you're going to a young guy's going to, a young guy's going to learn an awful lot more playing against professional football players at the same level and better than them when you've got guys coming back from injury and they're playing games whether it's for Hibs or Celtic or Rangers and you're a young guy from Celtic and you're up against a regular guy who's playing with Hibs or a regular guy who's playing with Motherwell or a regular guy who's playing with Rangers then you are with the greatest respect playing against a butcher a baker and a candlestick maker because that's what they're playing against at the fucking Lowland League level Iguchi came out there a couple of weeks back he gave an interview over Japan terms and he actually criticised Scotland for that he said he was fit, and he was always fit, but he could never get match fit because there was actually no games he could play in. There was no resolve games that he could come in and get match practice. He said there was no point in him coming on five minutes at the end of a game or anything yeah. like that. He was never going to get fit. And, like, he, he's right, like, isn't he? He's a hundred. He's a hundred percent right, Paul. But I, I keep, I keep, going, I keep going back to the point. You can't develop any young lad. You cannot develop any young lad. They've got no pathway. You cannot go from the Lowland League into the first team unless you're a ridiculous talent. And you wouldn't be playing in the Lowland League level if you were a ridiculous talent like that. That, that team there, Mark, you put up in Discord there about Rangers putting out the distance. Yeah. Could, him, could you? Out of the Lowland League, like when they were postponed, they have a, was it kind of a tier league for, for, for those guys? Yeah, I am. They want that conference league or something like that launched in. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Everybody's arguing it. I don't mean we're arguing this. I mean, Scottish yeah. football's arguing this. And but, why did they stop it? Why did they stop the Reserve League? There's no, think, there's no reason. No. Was it money? Financially? Was it costing clubs too much? Well, we're paying for it. Much, much, much as that woman's team, much as that woman's team. I'm just going to say that. That's my you know? yeah, I was just I'm gonna say this exact same thing, Mark. they have they have a women's league. I'm not being sexist, they have a women's league, they're all professional. They're all professional, they play every single week. They can run a league. You can't tell me that they can't have a B a, a reserve league or a B league or whatever you want to call it league. That was there and has proven through the years that you get you get players through it. You cannot you cannot expect any player in any form of sport to go from not playing any competitive games to go on, right, you have a chance coming into the first team. 
the likelihood of them having a good game, especially if you're a young lad, is so slim. And if they have a horror show for Celtic in one game, everyone is going to get him out of the side. Get him out of the side. I hope right. I get my strang here now, right, Mark? Right, I, I think it's uh, I think this is what you call any man, right, that goes to watch women's football is a fucking nonce. That my right, a pedo. <laughs> no, fuck off! You can't say that. Of course he can, boys. He's not getting nothing at home. Why would you want to go watch Ginger Minge? Christ's sake! In fairness, by give me a break, you know. Well, I'm just talking about general football, though, Paul. But like the women's, the, if, if Celtic, if Celtic, if Celtic, Rangers, Hibs, all the teams, all the all the all the respective teams that have a, a a ladies football team, you can't tell me that they can't facilitate a B team because the players are in majority of cases in all the clubs are already there. It's just simply getting a structure in place to go right. We're going to have a B league. Motherwell are at home to Rangers in the in the in the main league this year or this weekend. That's the same as the B League. Celtic are away to Livingston. That's the same as if Livingston have a B team, for argument's sake, or, or they're away to Motherwell and Motherwell have a B team. Like it's, it's not rocket science how to run it. Like if you're if you're having if you're having a Lowland League and you're having the Ladies League and you have such a gulf between between the next tier, it doesn't make any sense. The the, the reserve league, the reserve league is a no brainer. The reserve league should be a priority to the women's league and the Lowland League. With the greatest respect to both those. Those ma- those divisions, I'm not in any way sexist towards the women or the, anything like that. But the reserve, the reserve league is the key. The reserve league is the key for me to get players through Celtic. Where does it stop up in Scotland? Is is there? I know there's not the 18s, ain't there? The 16s, 18s. Is that where it stops? Then there's nothing after that. It's only the lowland leagues. Then is it a what? No, there's a lower ones in that as well. Paul, the Easter Scotland league and Western Scotland league and stuff like that. I think too. And what age groups playing that then? Oh, I think that's just like other regional versions of this Highland League. Uh-huh. But it's guys who are normally working guys, though, Mark. That's the problem. They're normally uh, working lads playing in it. I'm on about, Mark, within Celtic Football Club. Like, is this... On the, in Celtic Football Club, we have a youth, like mm-hmm. 16s, 13s, and on the 18s. But, but is, do we do Celtic Football Club have another 21s or, or anything like that? No. You know what no, I mean? that's, 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 that's the B team. Yeah, that's the beat. Like the thing about that is, right? Like, we're like, going the, in the 21. But the, 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 the SFA and the SPFL should be running this. Mm-hmm. They should be They should be saying, look, if you're if you're playing in our league system, but say, say in the top two divisions, you need to put a reserve team in as well. That, that should be just, the, the, the SPFL should be running the reserve league or the SFA or whatever you want to get to run it. But it should be, the, the people running the game, they're looking after the, like, you know the younger players. Well, do, you know what that, do you know what that could actually do as well? With a resolve league. Eventually, we could have better quality referees being promoted to the Premier League. Nah, that's not going to harm, Paul. That's a close shop. You know, just because of the the, the, the running of the, the referees? Aye, aye. I've said that before. There's got to be guys that are capable of refereeing Premier League games for Aberdeen, for Dundee, for Perth and places yeah, like that. They don't get a chance. Like... It's like the Lanarkshire Mafia, they call it. Jesus Christ, it's unreal. You see it in your rents, like, wouldn't you? You know? Uh, before Mickey Johnson had his bad injury, he was class and we all loved him. I never did. Uh, 
No, Terence never did. He got injured and struggled. Give him another season with the rest of the squad. He will back to his best. Thoughts on that, lads? Thoughts on Mickey Johnson? It was a refrain when he declared himself wrong and the mind saying declare himself a fucking Celtic. <laughs> oh, I said, Paul, when he was here at Celtic, it was, it, it was, it just seemed to try too hard for me. Too hard. So maybe, yeah, well, maybe is he good enough? Give him six months for a year to see what he does. To be, do you know what I mean? He's like probably good, probably best Mount He could be decent against. Could they do a job for us in Scotland? Could they do a job for us in Scotland? Could they do a job for us for a Champions League game? Oh, you know what I mean? While we're resting, say we're resting, resting Yota, so we'll play Mikey Johnson against fucking St. Mernon. I'd say something, I'd probably would be happy to have Mickey Johnson as a backup down having a 34 year old James Forrest. My, Mickey Johnson, in my opinion, Paul, is his own worst enemy. Yeah. Like he for for me, like he he's a certain stature, a certain size, he's not gonna change that. But he needs to work on his strengths. If I was you if you're a manager to him and the ball comes to him, sometimes you need to say, Right, like he, he, just, he, just, he just whip it in. He's got more physique, because when I've seen him play around, he actually looks bigger. I know, but what I'm saying is, rather than going to him, Mikey, I need you. Like, you need to try and stop beating four guys. Sometimes yeah. when the ball comes to you, just put in. As I said this before in the podcast, if I was someone and I was in the coaching with him, I'd put him aside and go, watch what Aidan McGee used to do for something. I think they're similar sizes and skill wise. McGee could frustrate the life of you at times, but he was obviously a better player than than say Mikey Johnson. But I'd be going. You don't always have to be the man. You don't always have to beat the man. If the ball comes to you and you're a good crosser of the ball, put it in the danger area. You have a Kyogre, you have oh you know, you have you have good strikers there. Put it in the danger area. You don't always have to beat men. And like he doesn't have the physicality in Scotland a lot of times to, to out muscle guys. Then just be sensible in what you do. You know, play one twos with fellas and get yourself into space. He has speed, but don't always think that you have to be three and four men every single time. You can always get the ball in first time. Do you know, that, that's what I'd be saying, because the problem that I found with Mikey Johnson was he had to be the fella. He, he he could not just get the ball in first time. He always seemed to have to be at least, try to at least beat one guy. And more times than not, he was out muscled and he wound up on the ground. Like that That's only, again, my opinion on it. Like. Uh, Tomville was a far better option than mine, but Ange had fra- uh, had, had favourites, like playing me either on the left instead of Yasser on the left and Abad on the right. And was too rigged and stubborn. Yeah, I agree with that. But next, we'll probably say, bring back Christie. He's the he's a great left foot under Rogers. <laughs> you know, fucking hell. Like, big Tombill was a great player. That's like saying, if my mum had wheels, she'd be a bike. Mm-hmm. You know, my God. If I, if, 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 if you want to progress, like Tombill and Janssen and, and, and those players, do you know what I mean? You know. You can't have superstars in every position sitting in the bench, Paul. You've got to have players. You've got to have any big big club in Europe, Paul. They've got players sitting in the bench that aren't good enough to start with. Yeah, but what we did see under Ange Mark when I know there was a lot of things that that went wrong in the the second half of the season, but what we did see 
when these fringe players play, a lot of them were good enough, you know. But it's not for me, Paul. It wasn't the one good enough. They want to get enough game time. Game time, yeah, big time. There's a reserve meeting again without going over it, like, but like that's why. Manager, I mean, we used to sit in the live chat, Paul, and we all could predict Andy's substitutions before exactly. they happened. Every time, every time, every time and, the same substitution. That's the thing. And about that's, it. It this is so, why so I actually think. I actually think, Maida. Uh, doesn't suit Ange's, Ange's uh, system. Running with the ball and trying to overtake a player and cross it. He, he's, he's crossing, let's be honest, isn't the best. It has improved, but is it the best? No, Maida, no. Maida, Paul, from Maida first came in, I've never seen him, what he brings to the team apart from no, running about like he's Not from what we saw of him, Mark, do, do you know what no. I mean? To, to be honest, I think I think if you looked at Maida, Maida was nearly... On the on the, the wing, more as a defensive cover, yeah. especially especially when they played Rangers. It was obviously a lot of times to come direct, have a, have an ear. Yeah, you know, well, you know that that's what I would say. Okay, but, so but Paul, go back to your point a minute ago. All managers, all managers, no matter what manager it is, whether it's Martin O'Neill, Neil Lennon, Gordon Strachan, whoever it is, all managers have their particular players that, in a sense, you want to deem it their favourites. If, in a sense that they, it just basically suits the way that they play. Whether Rodgers would have had that, you know, Ferguson would have had it when he played when he was managing United, and all, every manager will have two or three guys that he can basically hang his coat on and go, I, I, I can pick this guy because I know he's going to do the job for me. It might it mightn't suit the next manager, but it suits it suits him at the time, like you know, and that's why you know Maeda suited the Spurs managers what he wanted to do. You know, certain players. So, like, like for argument's sake, I think I heard Mark. I think I was saying it the other night. He said it. Like, if if you hadn't seen it, would Rogers would Rogers prefer a Jack Marcus or would he prefer a Kyogo? If he hadn't seen either, just wouldn't play. Marcus, yeah. You know, more than likely Giacomacus because he liked the 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 Dembele style, so strong, able to hold the ball. Do you know what I mean? So it, like it's it's hor- it's horses for courses, but managers are always going to have two or three guys that they'll they'll go. I can rely on this guy. I can like. He can rely on the Spurs manager could rely on Aaron Moy to come on and do a job for him. You know, he, he can rely on Moy to do a job for him. Story with Aaron Moy, because like nothing has officially come out that he's retired or no, I've not like heard anything either, Paul, officially, so nothing has come out about like so. Aaron Moy's another one, Paul. Well, we the contract, Marcos, he still have another year or what? I think he got another year, but I think it's optional. Optional, is it? Yeah, so that's not about just well, like you know what I mean? You know, but it's Paul Moy was an odd one that came in, played a couple of decent games, and everybody was raving about him. But let's face it, he was he was basically shite. I never, even when we were watching games, never, oh, Aaron Moy's making it. I just thought he was very he's working like that. Aye, but that was all it was. That was all it was, Ter, because I've seen somebody from Scotland that would have done the same job as I. I'd play Riley over Moy any time, any day of the week, Mark. Even when Riley was having a bad day, he was still creating assists. Riley, people just judged O'Reilly because he wasn't scoring a lot of goals, but they didn't look at the overall thing what O'Reilly was doing. He had the most assists again this season. I mean, I, I mean I, Moy came on and done a job, but did they do it often enough? How many games did we sit and on the live chat see passing was shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would ima- you would you would imagine a water would be a better option now than that. Then 
Darren Moy. You, you, know, you, you go to his current squad, like, mate. You'd even like to think Big Boss and Lil would be a better option than him. Oh, you, mm. it's, you would like it, you know, 100%. Uh, I mean, I never, I never, I never liked Moy, so I wasn't impressed when we signed him. And he had a couple of good games, but I still never kind of got the way that some Celtic fans went on and on as if he was like. One of the best, or what a kind of, it was, it was like a, or what a master took for Einstein and Arden Moy. Maybe no. Listen, I, I, the other side of it, Mark, is like, it's nearly like being a, a striker for Celtic. A half decent striker for Celtic should bang in 20 plus goals every season. A half decent midfielder for Celtic, they go into games in Scotland and they probably have 75% possession or more, should stand out. You know, there should be, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be a, f- a midfielder for Celtic, especially in the middle. Shouldn't they shouldn't be coming off the field going, God, you man had an absolute mayor. More times than not, they have 75 80 percent possession. They should be standing out in the pitch. Do, do you think Terence maybe Rogers might be, in, be, be looking to bring in another striker and have the three? How many strikers did Rogers have at, at his time at Celtic? I know he had Edward and then better that, that kind of time as well, didn't he? Was it was, was it the two? Or was just, it, Griffiths was there as well, wasn't Lee Griffiths was there. He had a tree, didn't he? You know. Yeah. Griffiths, Griffiths was originally injured when he came, he got injured when he came in, and then Dembele came on and he scored a hat trick that time in the in the derby match. Like what we're on about man just making big calls, like like that was a big call back then by Rogers. Like that that season when Rogers came in, was it Griffith scored forty goals, Matt Billy, on the on the Ronnie on, on the Ronnie Dyke? Aye, aye. Rogers went away then by he goes, No, you didn't suit me, right? You don't suit my style of play. Um, I like my big 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 centre forwards, Matthew went to and he bought them Bennett. In fairness, Paul, the Dembele one, he brought him in, yeah, but Rod or Griffiths was actually injured for the that, that derby game. He was. He was. It wasn't that he didn't pick him. He was injured, and then Belly came in and obviously took his chance. And you can't really drop a guy after a hat trick, you know. And he went from strength to strength. To be fair, after that, he he terrorized Rangers anytime he played against him. Yeah, but what I'm saying, Terence, like what Griffiths really wasn't the kind of striker that Rogers wanted either. Do you know what I mean? It was always kind of quite possible. Yeah, quite very possible. Yeah, he he might want the big muscular guy up front, like you said. Mark with Kyogo, that Rogers. Aye, aye. I don't want Kyogo going. Jabba, ja, Moy was our best midfielder for a few games after the World Cup. For a few yeah, games, Jabba. Uh, week in and week out. Aye. Exactly. You know? In which yeah. the Celtic should be sending players just so they have a good, a good few games for us. We want, we want a good game for them every week. We want every player in the Celtic to be, to be the best player. That was my criticism of Tomball, Mark. I, I never questioned... What Tomble could do, it was the consistency. Tomble could be good for one or two games, and then Tomble will go back to being Tomble the next game, then non existent in the game. You know what I mean? You know? Aye, aye. That's, that was always my criticism of Tomble. I know exactly what Tomble can do. Like, he's he's a fair. Like, that might that, that might be something that Terence that would change on the watches that you always questioned on the Ange is taking shots outside the box. Rogers always liked a player from outside the box that could shoot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Again, but to be honest, Paul, uh, like, I mean, these are these are professional footballers uh, that a lot of them are international footballers. You know, they, they, should be, they, should be, they should be able to figure it out. 
they should be able to figure that out themselves if the ball comes and there's a chance to shoot. You don't necessarily always have to go, oh, well, I be- I, there's a chance here to have a pop a goal. There's only the keeper in front of me. I bet, but I have to pass it because the manager said I have to pass it. So uh, there's, a, there's onus on players to take a slight bit of responsibility from that side of it. I, I get your point. Um, but like, it's not a case of, for argument's sake, under Christie, just as soon as you get the ball, let fly. There's a time and a place for all of it. But the players, in my opinion, you'll train a certain way. But I mean, if an opportunity arises, the ball breaks you and you're at the edge of the box. Play, it's it's players. It's up to the player's decision to take a pop at it. But players should be. There's plenty of them on the team that can strike a ball. Hattie, McGregor, Turnbull, if he's playing. You know, Jota, they can all they can all put their laces through it. They're all hexavalent. They've all got a good strike of the ball. So yeah, look, I, I think I think that's I think that's an individual thing when it comes to the, the time part when a chance falls to them. You know, uh, it should it should, it should, be, it should be your main tactic. Mind mind with Chris Commons under Lennon. Yeah, and, and Christy as well. Like, uh, it just seemed yeah. to be get those in there. Back into jazz. Uh, I mean, mean there's a thing that is fun to be shows. Do you know what I mean? Even in Doctor Strange, love, nice to see yeah, you. I'd rather have someone's get game time than Tomble. I, I think a lot of people in the same boat, Mark with Tomble, aren't we? You know, I think. Oh, it's just. It's, it, I mean, Tomble was a great player, but he was a motherwole. I don't know whether it was his injury or whatever, but he's not became a player that. No, even. Just as his fans expect him, I think he's not became a player that a lot of people like seriously involved in football. What so he's going to become? One thing we saw, and I hate go back to Angel because he left, but look, we got two good seasons out of him, and his ability to improve players, but we just didn't see that with Tumble on the Ange. Nah, you know, you know? But was, but even doing that as well, but Paul, it was like. Was it didn't it even assist them? But that's we, did, what I we, said, we didn't uh, really. We didn't really. I mean, Turnbull is made a kind could of. Could he not keep up with the pace? No, I don't think it was that. Paul. I think it was actually the, the way Ange played. Maybe he fits into that team. Aye, aye. Where did, where did Turnbull yeah. fit into that team? Formation. It was there. It was there like yeah. a CDM. It was not It was not your box to box midfielder or anything like that. It was. But I, what I, I just don't think Ange. Still see Turnbull. You know. Well, the problem is, Paul, as you said there, Mark is saying it there and making a very valid point. But if you look at the two midfielders, Paul, McGregor and Atate pretty much were nailed on starters. Could you see Turnbull replace neither two of them? The answer is no. When we signed him, right? When, when Neil Lennon, we, we signed him that time in Neil Lennon, right? When I go back to Neil Lennon because it was Neil Lennon's side. Where did Neil Lennon see him? In, in a Celtic team where, where we signed him? What position? Neil Lennon didn't sign him, Paul. We need to, we can't we can't sit here night on podcast and talk about oh I well so and so ah that was Peter Lowe. I thought I thought Lennon signed him down line tried to get him twice was it not that time? Yeah, but it, but Peter Lowe, Paul. That's what I mean. It was Lennon's time, alright. That's it. Yeah, see, see, every player. Can we saw mark of players? Every player Celtic shouldn't have signed. Every player Celtic sign, Paul. They, if it's a success, it gets blamed and the manager takes the credit. If it's a disaster, Peter Lowe takes the blame for it. That's basically what it's been for the last 10 years at Celtic. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And it's no, I mean, you can't so, say that Brendan Rogers Saint Turnbull or Neil Lennon Saint Turnbull are mm. the same this, this player, that player. Because at the time, Paul, Celtic manager didn't have much control of who they were signing. 
We've even seen that under Rodgers the last time. Where did we see him so, Mark? When the club signed him, where did they see Tobin? We played Scott Brown, McGregor, or, you know, because that's where he kind of played with Motherwell, wasn't it? Was I'd say it was probably be in one way to I'd probably say it would be in like in McGregor's position, Paul. Because it was like Scott Brown's done the kind of holding midfielder mm-hmm. and the time McGregor was doing a kind of box to box job. So I'd say that's probably where they seen Turnbull. Yeah. Probably better or maybe number ten even Mark at the time because he was quite young. Either the McGregor one or the position just ahead of him, but it would have would have been would have been one of the two when he was so young. Because he used to score he used to score quite a quite a number of goals for Motherwell because he was quite Quite offensive in that side of it. So and maybe Celtic saw him in that position. And like a Scott Brown and like a Callum McGregor, over time that he'll slowly come backwards, so to speak. And, you know, when the legs get a little bit slower, that you can come back and come back and come back. And, you know, it may be progressing to, in progressing to more of a holding position for him. I don't know. That's what I would assume anyway. We could actually end up keeping Tomber for the quarter as well, Mark. Do you know what I mean? We could end up seeing James McCarthy in the team next to McGregor. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I say he's finished by, I say, is he? Injury-wise, I'm not just talking of, of, of his play, Craig, I just think, just injury-wise, he just seems to be getting constantly, he's at that stage of his career now, you think he's just getting injured and injured? Mm-hmm. I just think, he played too many games, Paul, but again, even when he was fit, I just didn't fancy him. Like, this yeah, is a whole and, and then, for players, and, it was, mm-hmm. and just talked him into signing for Celtic. Yeah. People say, oh, that was, a, that was a Dermot Desmond signing that. It probably was, again, back to the Irish connection, Dermot Desmond built the bridges. But I signed off in that deal. It was I yeah. spoke to James McCarthy and asked him to sign for Celtic. Well, it was McCarthy, McCarthy was not sure. McCarthy was at that time, Mark, wasn't it? What? You know, it was Ange as well that picked up the phone to Joe Hart that time. Aye. You know, Joe Hart said that himself, like that, when he spoke to Ange at the phone. He was on. I mean, it was McCarthy. McCarthy was McCarthy was because he wasn't sure about who the manager was going to be and stuff. And then it was one of these things, Paul, that Ange got announced and he phoned McCarthy and it was Ange that gave the thumbs up to the deal. And then he kind of he never really gave him a chance. Like and this is injured it, and it struggled it, with in that. A way, like, it's for for a lot of players, Mark, and even players coming in alone. Do you know what I mean? Like the Shaw, your Heady. We don't know, Mark. It could be a new lease of life for them. Rogers might favour them. We're, we're on about big physical players. Yuri Heat is a big physical. He, he could get us. I'm not saying he will. No. I'm just throwing out there. Like, it's a new lease of life. In, in you get freed, Paul. You'll be freed in the next couple of weeks. You know? And what about Shaw? Liam Shaw? Nah. He'd be the same. You know? I don't think, I don't think you're up to that level either. But, but Paul, if they've signed, if they've signed, and if they've signed a Norwegian defensive midfielder, that's apparently this young lad who's twenty twenty one. I'm just hoping, right, that Nixon might do Mark what he did with Barkas and just write these off. You know what I mean? Just write them off, get rid of them. They're taking up a wage. It's actually what go cheaper if you got rid of them now and keep the wage. I know they're not going to be on much, but if you add up the likes of two, three players, it actually means a lot to Celtic, you know? You know? But you still need to pay them off. Yeah, I know that, yeah, but I don't... Ah, think so if, if they're sitting there with a year in their contract and they're due a million pound on their contract, you're going to have to negotiate with them and say, hey, we'll, we'll get you half yeah, a million to get away. What they signed under the 
the the the Mackay deal where they they could have a lease of that contract that they can go for cheap. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ! I just hope that's the end of that. But that scenario, you know, Mark, with those contracts, is this? You know, or does the bad fall into that? I don't know. You know. I hope it's ended Japanese stuff so you shut the fuck up about it, I know. <laughs> but do you know what? I actually don't <laughs> do you like think there. Yeah. Uh, in um, the, the, I read something. The, there's a fella on Twitter, he's called Yasso. All right? I, I found he just uh, does aye, aye, aye. And he actually put it up, Mark, that he doesn't know if there's something in the Japanese contracts that if a, a, a bigger club comes into him, Celtic have to sell. But what's a bigger club, Paul? Rangers exactly. could come in. Uh, but do you know what I mean? Rangers could come in and try and say to you. Aye, aye. You know? Uh, well, it might be. Do you know, you know what, what? the way contracts are and that? But, uh, I've been hearing Julius about that one, though. Aye, but see if you don't want to be here. Hold on, oh, listen, if you don't want to be here, I have no problem with them going. Mm. Well, no Kyogo, more than Hattari, like JJ, any of them. I have no problem even the manager... If they wanted on to be there, like he did, he buggered off, whatever. But players-wise, I'd agree with you. Any player that doesn't want to be there, leave. Like, for argument's sake, Juranovic, very good player. I personally think Johnson's a better player. That's right. my personal opinion. I think he offers way more. He's a tough as nails. And he, he like, and Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, he, look, he, looks, he looks tough as nails. In fairness, always come in and... Personally, for me, massively unfair criticism. Like because he, he misses the chance against Rangers where he hits the post, he's absolutely hammered, insulated. People have sharp memories. People should look at some of the misses that Kyogo's had. Mm-hmm. There, there, some of the misses that Kyogo's had in his time, and I love Kyogo. Some of the misses he's had have been absolutely horrific. Like it's like missing your mouth with a fork. But people, people get into their heads. It's like the Starfield scenario. Yeah, it's like the Starfield scenario. A bad, a bad game. He gets thrown into a game at the start, and all of a sudden he's tarnished with that. Always, always the same. I'm hearing people going, "Oh, he's not up to it at all." The guy had, I, I, said, I, I saw that stat. I think I said it to you. Say something like a goal, a goal every eighty minutes or something. He's, he's, but he please only played five hundred and eighty minutes for Celtic and scored something like seven or eight goals, like. Your head was phenomenal. Give the guy a chance, like. Give the guy a chance. The technique, like, he was facing away from the ball, and his technique to turn his head to get that to the far post, like, that that header was unbelievable for, for a young lad to, to, to do that. Do you know what I mean? And our problem is, 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 is with Celtic, man, when O's in, when O comes on as a sub, we still played as if Kyogre was still there. We never played to, to, to all strength, was, which was crossing the ball for the headers he scored against Arts. You know? Do you remember sorry, the time Klinsman came over to watch him? Do you remember that? Klinsman came over to, to, to watch him and all came on for the second half. And it was one of the worst games I saw Celtic play. And I felt lousy for all that we never created chances for him like we did against Hearts for the header in that game, you know, I really uh, did. Well, to the same extent, you can't turn into right, we've got to change the way we feel just because Jurgen Klinsmann's are watching some players. I know, but I just, uh, like, I, I, I saw a lot of times, 
And it, is, it, it wasn't just for all Mark. It was, I said the same as well for when Chica Marcus was playing. We played the same way as if Kyogre was up front, even if it was Chica Marcus up front. Do you get me? No, I did. To destroy constraints. Do you know, we, we, we didn't create enough chances or cross the ball or, or had someone to cross the ball. Do you know what I mean? Yasha's even crossed as well, the left even as well. But I've seen as well, Paul, would Kyogo be able to play in that number 10 role? Could, Mark, yeah. Kyogo in the number 10 role. Aye, we big O up front. Yeah. Like, there's a big possibility here what we could see. Like, like uh, 4-3-3 or 3-2-2-3. Three, two, two, three. Do you know what I mean? You never know. I, I, I could see Rogers go cheat the back door, could you? No. Really couldn't, I mean, like? No. Sack that. See that honestly, see the back's brutal. That's gone out. Uh, it really has, isn't so it? So it should have. I mean, because it's, 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 as soon as your full back pushes up the pitch, that's you you're exposed in that position. So, we could go back to zone and marking as well under uh, under Rogers, I say, for corners. You know? Why? Because he actually liked he likes the zone and marking. Rogers, he he was the one kind of brought that into the Celtic first day zone and marking for corners, right. and and he kept it the same as uh, at Leicester and Leicester's had the worst record in in the Premier League the last two seasons at set pieces. Okay, so that that should kind of answer the question then, shouldn't it, for Rogers? I'm just putting out. Oh, I just I just I'm just saying I've never in my life seen space score a goal. Seen loads of men hit her balls. Never seen space score a goal. Oh, yeah, I bet you have. You know, <laughs> you know, and that, you know, that, that's 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 the truth. You've never seen space score a goal. You've seen plenty of plenty of individual headers or players playing or scoring goals. I never, I never understand the logic of marking a space, marking an area, mark the man. It's it's bread and butter. Like I saw a few times a uh, few guards getting pregnant and their husbands are shooting blanks. <laughs> That's a that's a story for a different podcast. <laughs> that's not even a story for any podcast. Oh, no, any, well, no, I've been involved in it anyway. This is a true story, right? True story, right? Dude, I, well, we go I, I, with us. Yeah, listen. I mean, if there's do. people's names involved in this, Paul, I'd be very careful oh, saying that on the podcast. No names, no names. Mark, I told you this. Like, Gara was around she, and she was going out with this fella since she was sixteen. And they got married and they had our first child since she was about 20. And he's wife and she's wife and the ba- baby came out black. <laughs> I swear to God, it was like me, myself and Irene. There's a doctor taking the baby out. Uh, there's, our, there's our child. Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. You know, and then two of them going down the green, pushing the buggy like, and they're going, oh, jeez, how's it going? You're looking to see the baby, you don't know what to say. Oh, he's got your eyes. <laughs> you know, I swear to God, man, it was hilarious. You know, I had that a Protestant in court getting pushed about in a buggy. You had what? That, there was a Protestant in court getting pushed about in a buggy, and that was even made an uproar. Somebody, a, wee, a, wee, a wee Rangers baby. Do you know what, though? He fucking stuck with her, why? You know? St- what? Still together, why? Yeah, and there's... They have one Chinese kid now and an Asian and uh, an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's bad. 
Oh, I don't have to say that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Still together. You know? You know? Uh, no defendo. <laughs> Where'd you go with that, like? <laughs> I don't even know, man. <laughs> I went down to the live chat. You know? I went down to the live chat. You know, I told you, lads, you don't know what's going to come out of my head, man. You know what I mean? You know? So, just came into my head there when you said nothing scores in space, and I thought shooting blanks, <laughs> that's a different conversation altogether, you know? Uh, no defender would like to mark Kyogo. Yeah, sure. did, did, what did he... Uh, what did... Uh, punch him in the Barry... shoulder. Just give him a nudge, punch him in the shoulder. He'll get done and no. off. That'll be him. First five uh... minutes, crack him in the shoulder. Kyogo will get done and went subbed. What is that happen? Alas. I'm lost. I know. I know what you mean. Basically, what Mark is saying, Paul, is there's been games where Kyogo's got a very light touch into the shoulder, and next minute you see him holding it, and he comes up and he's running. And the next minute, two minutes later, he's down and he's off. He it was happened before the cup final as well. There was there was talks that he wasn't he mightn't have been available for the cup final. He didn't train all week, and he didn't go to the player. Uh, the, he got the player of the year award, and he wasn't at it because he's, they said he wasn't fit to. Attended and all this, so I understand where you mean, Mark. He went down very really softly, basically. And he, and he can still jump about doing the wee daft dancing that as well. I know that made no sense, like, but however, you know, that made no, that made no sense. Would 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 you think Rogers would look at playing Kyogo in the wall front? So he, 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 what? Sometimes, actually, down below, he started um, Nacho and. Uh, Vardy up front, he did the two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you, I'm saying, Mark, would you think he would, uh, Rogers would ever look at starting O and Kyogo up front, the two of them together? Like, should well, it be God, Mark? I don't, I don't know if he would start. I don't know if he would start a team like that. I don't Do know if he would start yeah. me, but maybe, maybe if we were getting beat, do you know what I mean? He'd maybe throw it in. Yeah. But like, is there certain games, though, Mark, up in Scotland, the likes of Teams that sit back and, and stuff like that, like like you have lost counties and stuff like that. Sure, because Celtic should be playing two strikers against these teams, you know. I it that, is the two strikers like is, like we're saying three defenders out the back? Is the two striker role actually kind of non-existent now in football or what? Like you don't really kind of see it anymore, do you? You know? No, not really. She's a bit like a. It's either it's either like a lone striker or it's like the the front the front three isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like football has changed, like hasn't it? Like it really has. Like we never kind of see kind of two up front now, like or a three at the back. Like it's either three or, or, or streakers. You never see streakers yeah. at football either. No, I miss streakers. Ah, you aye. I used to aye streakers. Women used to run on the park with their babies in that out pole. I saw Ginger Minch running around the field. Oh, don't you start with us, man. Is it with you and Gingers? <laughs> I don't know about yeah. it. It's a perversion for you, Paul. That's honesty, God, man. This is <laughs> imagine. Imagine. This, this is up here with your Toby stuff in that. Imagine this, you, right? You serial killer Ginger <laughs> stuff. My wee niece yeah. is a Ginger. Paul Dunbaran, was it Jeffrey Dunbaran? Paul Dunbaran, going out, he's killing all the gingers. 
Imagine the striker, right? Running on the pitch in this heat. She'd be fucking barred the light by the time she gets cast. Everybody, anybody that's for Ireland, clip that and put that out. Bulls want to kill gingers. Craft the population. Aye. Big part of the milkman. Big part was it part of the milkman that your father did. Yeah. Aye, he was a ginger. He'll come in and sort you out, Paul. I'd say, I'd say there's a fella three or four down, three or four doors away from me, Mark, will start to because I'm sure there's a fella red-haired guy only down the road. They're bound to be, because I know lads that only live down the road from me here, they're the red-headed yeah. lads. Just a right. fella down the road from one, and he's a child, and he's a ginger, and he's fucking snots coming down his fucking face. That's what he does. I have a, I have a good one oh. to stop the car one day and tell him, wipe his nose, you ginger cunt. Well, first of all, how the child is probably about two or three years of age. Gosh, he's fucking ten, and he's still a snap coming out of us. I give up. I give up. I was ten. Would I beat the horn out? Would I just knock him down? You know. You know. If I didn't just go and wipe the wind's nose, then you rolled over my barn. You rolled over my barn. Fucking stupid cunt. So then I just kept the car going, I rolled over his ball, I punched it. What'd you do that for? You shouldn't have kicked out in front of my car, and I fucking punched it. We shouldn't be fucking driving in the road when we ends up playing football. What if he's a future Celtic captain, you fucking bust his ball with your motor, you dick. He will, yeah. Aye. You know what you know then? Some wee ginger, some wee ginger guys, next Celtic captain, but I... Please that but I'm caught. This asshole tried to sell, sell my mum slim fast. He tried to give my mum slim fast, and then he ran down my ball with it, ran out the ball with my motor and called my wee ginger. See, but you'd probably be all right, Paul, because he's probably going to say that this lady drove drove over my ball with her long hair. So you're probably covered uh, in that side of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> long, long, long flowing locks. In fact, Paul, what if he turns out to be a fucking heavy gangster? Ten years, ten comes up to your door, knocks your cunt in for their talk. Of, <laughs> hey, wipe your nose, you wee monkey eye. Hold your jaw, you dick. I'd <laughs> be very dead by then, by that's like, by the way. You know? I'd be dead in ten years. It fucking runs over you. Huh? Hey, we boy in ten years, ten buys a motor, ends up a heavy drug dealer and runs down you. He will. Uh, fuck you, you dick. Mind you sent me to wipe my nose. Yeah, and I'm still yeah. <laughs> and you still didn't wipe it, your bollocks. <laughs> uh, and then he gets a big, a big indicator oaster and rubs it right in your fucking face. Yeah. And for anyone that's missed, anyone that's logged in late, lads, this is a Celtic podcast. It's just slightly <laughs> gone off the point. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about a young t- Tommy Barnes. If you hear Ginger, we're talking about Tommy Barnes' life story. There, if you just tuned in. You know, did the fella Ben Summers play uh, Tommy Barnes, didn't he, in his documentary, didn't he? Aye, aye, was aye, aye. You know, like, it, there, there's like, I don't know, like, do you worry about the young players now, Mark, that Rodgers is there? You know? Oh, I don't think so, Paul, because I think there's a, like, it's kind of, the system's been a bit upgraded. Like we were talking about like Mark Lowell and that. I, 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 I just want to a question, right? Stuff like that. A, a, a question to both of you, right? We're, we're saying it's a different football club to when Brendan Rodgers was first a Celtic. In, in what, like I'm asking, in what terms have Celtic improved in, in the last four years since, since Brendan Rodgers left? 
well, took your power away from Peter Will. Mm-hmm. Structure. Structure. That, that, that's a big thing, I the structure. People know their roles, Paul. People know what their positions are and people know what jobs they're meant to do. People know that Michael Nichols is the main man. He runs the football. He runs the club. Mark Lawell's involved with the, the transfer side of things. The Chris Ladd is involved with the finances. They run a certain part of it. The manager's job is to manage the football team, get the football team winning, get the football team on the pitch and get them getting results. That's, that's where there's been a clear and obvious um, for, for me to see since obviously Michael Nichols has come in when the Spurs manager was there there was a there was a distinction like he looks after the football he looks after everything else and that and that was very very clear and obvious to see you had individuals looking after you had McManus and Darren O'Dea looking after the the, the Lowland League team the B side whatever it was so you people it, the, the roles are very 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 specific for me and everyone seems to know what they're meant to do. And that's massive. Whereas before, under Peter Lowell, it appeared that basically he had a call on everything from from the outside outside looking in. That's what that's what it appeared to be. Even down to where the the allegedly the so they say the where the smoking shelter was to go. Like stuff like that. I don't I don't know how accurate or inaccurate that is, but it's it the difference is now is like one Everyone has their own defined role, and they do it, and it, it, it's been done very, very well in the last number of years. That that's the way it should be. I mean, I've said that right, there's certain things I think Peter Will's an absolute clown for, but there's other things I think he's I've been one of the best things he's ever happened to Celtic for. Mm-hmm. And if he just stuck to doing what he done best, Celtic would have we'd even been in a stronger position than we actually are. That's the way so I look on it. For me, I look like at here, like, like here we leave, are. Leave right. people doing a day their own job. If you yeah, know about like, this, this side of stuff, you do that. If you know about other side of stuff, you deal with that. And that's what it was. And it was just, I don't know whether it was too many cooks spoiled with a broth or whether it was just the big chief playing the big chief. But there was mm-hmm. something wrong with Celtic for, for a good a good 10 year, I'd say, terms. Would you agree with that? I would. It, 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 it appeared again, Mark, from the outside looking in. That one individual had a basically the main say over nearly every area. I might exaggerate, and I might be exaggerating, but it felt to me that basically nothing was done, regardless of whatever it was, whether it was infrastructure, whether it was the running of the club, whether it was buying players, whatever it was, everything seemed to be basically Aye. Peter Lawwell's call. And no, no, there didn't seem to be even a case that it was two or three people involved in it. It was basically he's making the call and. He'll pick the manager. He he's gonna he's looking at these players. Do you know, I mean, they're, they're, there's there's obviously professional people there that are professional scouts. That's their job. Mm-hmm. And yes, they go and they go. Look, there's we've got these four or five guys that we think you know would be of interest to us. We should look at them. But he seemed to have. It wasn't the manager seemed to have the final say. It was seemed to be <laughs> Peter Peter, Peter Law would seem to have the final say. In it. In an awful lot of, in an awful lot of, in an awful lot of areas, and it, unfortunately, it was areas in certain aspects that he wasn't deemed qualified to have the to have the final say. In my opinion, Mark, I, I think um, the biggest appointment we've done since uh, Brendan Rodgers left was was Mark Law. I, uh, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think I'd agree with that, Paul. I, I think that's the just just for see if his name was Mark. 
See if his name wasn't Danny Mark Lowell, Paul. See if his name wasn't Mark Lowell. And see, bro, and to be honest, Paul, see if he wasn't a Celtic supporter. Celtic would never mm. have got a sniff of getting a guy of that calibre. Because we mean, people mm-hmm. going about nepotism and blah, blah, or it's who they know. But see if, see if you're using... You, I mean, that's my big... I don't know. Maybe I keep but see if you're using nepotism and who you know to improve your business and what you're doing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I honestly think, right, if Peace and Lord was never at the club, we would have never got something like Mark Lord at the club. You know? I, 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 I think, I think, I think, I don't I disagree with you, but for me personally, I think it's Michael Nichols is the best appointment that they've made. Putting him in there as the basically the CEO because I, we don't know Michael Nichols could have been the guy that that was involved in the appointed Mark Lawell he could have been involved in identifying Mark Lawell as a obviously known him through his father and through the city group and stuff like that but like what he's done what he's done behind the scenes is exactly what we've called out for years he's the, he's the polar opposite to the to the to the past yeah, to the past CEO of the company like but then right Right. You look at the signings that Ange did. They, they were for nothing. Peace and love would have loved that, Mark, wouldn't he? You know, these. Well, he didn't, Paul. He didn't. He did the ones in Japan. The other ones were identified by the Celtic people. They weren't identified by by Pasta Coglu. The Japanese boys were identified by Pasta Coglu. There, do you know what I mean? That's why. I, I think Mark Lord was one of the best appointments. Like you know what I mean? Oh, he, he, he is, but what I'm trying to say is he's a brilliant appointment, unbelievable appointment. But I'm saying who's to say that who's to say that Michael Nichols wasn't the guy who got him in? I don't know. But Michael, I, for me, I think Michael Nichols has been an absolutely outstanding appointment. The way he the way he's run, the way he's running the club, the way he's he's the, as a polar opposite. Polar, as I said, he's the polar opposite to Peter Lawwell. Yeah, you you always saw Peter Lawwell in the limelight. You 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 hardly yeah. you won't see Michael Nichols when there's a trophy being presented. You don't even hear it. And that's the that's that's the way it should be, Terence. You know, we we Mark, we don't we don't need to hear. No, I mean, it would be good to hear. It would be good to hear from maybe once or twice a season, but yeah, at the AGMs, Mark. We, I, I, I I the AGM, I don't know. But maybe he's not that kind of character, Mark. Maybe he's not that character. Do you think Terence is a CEO at a company and a? A football club the size of Celtic, you know, maybe it gives a couple of interviews a year. Oh, listen, I can, I can understand that. I'm just, I agree, he's doing a fantastic job. You can't fault yeah. that. I'd rather, I mean, even now, even now we're sitting here and we're talking about Peter Lowe, right? And it's we've, we've explained it on the forum and everything how this non executive chairman role mm-hmm. is nothing, he's not, he's, he's literally legally not allowed to get involved in no, decision making. No, no. no. Do you know what I mean? Fair dues, you have a bit of a sale. Tell De- I mean, you will speak to Dermot Desmond and say stuff. Advisor, Mark, advisor, give his opinion. Aye, but he's not allowed to sit in board meetings and try and... His opinion is taken. If it's not, it's not. That's it. He's not allowed to try and sway opinion or push his own kind of agenda or anything like that. I guarantee as well, boys, make no mistake about it. I'm sure Rogers has come because of... We've all heard what the Spurs manager has said about Michael Nichols. Yeah. Rogers, Rogers has obviously known him before that because his initial role 
before he took over as CEO, he was actually he's in the legal side and he was involved in contract negotiations and that kind of side of things. Oh, no, it's Chris McFarley or something like that, something like aye, that. But, 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 but he, but, he, but uh, Michael Nichols was the was the legal side of the contracts, so he was involved in contracts and negotiations. But I'm saying is, when you listen to the interviews from the, the current Spurs boss, he was always very praising Michael Nichols. There was never an issue. There was never a sport. I have no doubt that Rogers obviously knows him from his time, and he's probably had discussions with him. And he probably feels very, very comfortable going in having a discussion with this guy because he's already set out a template as to how he performs. Well, there when was it, there was rumours going around Terence that uh, last week, Mark, we you talked about there, there was kind of rumours going around with the delay that Rogers wanted assurance that Peter Law would have no involvement in anything that on the football side of it. That it'd be, it'd be I know these are just rumours, like, but... Yeah. But that's what you're saying there that he'd be dealing with Nicholson and that's it, you know. Mm. But that's people putting two and two together and getting ten. Mm-hmm. That, that's the, that's the problem. Aye, aye, doesn't he? Doesn't he reason? Rogers to ask that because it's like we the new Peter Law's my problem. He was the CEO at the time. Who's the CEO now? Michael you know what the CEO is oh, like. I but the right, well, fine. Well, me and Peter Law, me and Peter going all right. Mm-hmm. And basically, we know that we do know that. They've been holding together and stuff. So that, that's yeah. not bullshit. Would you think Good night, Bobby. Thanks very much for having you today, bud. You're modern in that. Brilliant, Bobby. Good night, Mark. mate. Hail, hail. What you're saying there about, about Peter Law, like that he was the CEO and all this kind of stuff. Do you think, I don't know, like, would he have a chip in his shoulder? No, like that he has no stay in the club or he's just happy in this set that he retired you if know? he's got if Peter Lowe's got a chip on his shoulder, fine. There's nothing he can do about it, Paul. Mm-hmm. He's getting no control over who the Celtic manager is. He's getting no control over the. He's really not got any control over the direction the club's yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, he, I mean, like, he's got an opinion, Paul. Just like everybody else in the board, he'll put his opinion across. Yeah. But when it push comes to shove, Dermot Desmond decides what's going on in the Celtic. And that's I think Mark, we saw that with this Rogers appointment, didn't they? You know? Yeah, but it's what. As well, too, Paul, if Peter Lawwell has a chip in his shoulder, which I doubt very much he does, firstly, he wasn't made to retire, to my knowledge, after they, la- after they lost the 10 in a row. He decided to retire. Mm-hmm. He was then asked to come back in this executive role as chairman when Ian Banky obviously stepped down. Like, if he, if he, if he, if he was that annoyed, he, first of all, am I, I, again, I'm only reading it from the outside in. I wouldn't come back if I... I, I, I wouldn't come back if I... I think, Mark, I, I, I think he... When he was made as chairman, Mark, he thought he could have an influence and stuff. No, like that. not a chance. He, Paul, he's, a, he's around. He's around. He's around Celtic Football Club for too long. He's been in numerous different roles. He knows the way it works. He knows the role that Ian Banker used to do when he was CEO. That's the role he's going to be doing. He's not going to be doing. Michael Nichols is a CEO. Michael Nichols has the power to go. Sorry, Peter. I'm in charge here. He's not going to be. People have this imprint that he's going to be involved in a lot of discussions. He's not. Even so much so, a couple of weeks ago, well, a couple of weeks ago, when I showed a photograph, 
But they showed a photograph of Hamden and it was Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell and everyone went, oh, look at Lawwell is with, with, with Dermot Desmond. If you pull back that caption, the other side of Dermot Desmond is Michael Nichols. Do you know? And the other, and the other board members. But someone has decided to take a picture just of Peter Lawwell sitting beside Dermot Desmond as if to say, oh, Dermot Desmond is, or Peter Lawwell is now the main man back again with Dermot Desmond. He's not. It's Michael Nichols is the main man. And the more, the sooner people realise that, the better. Do you know why? Yeah, you but, but even even to the fact as well, but Lowell never left the club because he needed to be a. I don't I don't know what his title would, was when he left the CEO position, but he was still with the European in the stuff. Aye. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference then if he was still involved then? And as I said as well, somebody put it up on the on the forum. I think it was, and I said, right, see why I blame Peter Low for everything that's went bad to Celtic in the last ten years. But a lot of good though. Aye. It's a lot of good. There's been more good than bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to slag him off for stuff. And I have done it. I mean, I've done it. I've slagged him off for stuff that I, I still don't agree that he done. If he just stayed out of football side I, of the Aye. On the CEO side, making his money, he's one of the yeah. best, he's one of the hardest negotiators known in the game of football. I mean, he is yeah. a guy that we, I mean, we slag off at Daniel Levy at Spurs behind and stuff. But PLO is one of the hardest negotiators at football. And that's, he's notorious for it. And the transfer fees will go for players and that back that up. The deals will go for players. Do you know what I mean, sir? I mean, as Lowe's there and he's involved, but people just seem, if anything goes wrong at Celtic, oh, it must be Lowe's fault. Oh, that's all right. I have left because of Peter Lowe. And now Brendan's coming in, but he's asked for reassurances that, Brent, that Peter Lowe won't be doing this and won't be doing that. And it's a lot of garbage. It's Bleeding. absolute garbage. It, it forget, it, it, forget about it. Who's the, could, can anybody anybody name the chairman of, say, Arsenal? No. Can you name the, right, the chairman Chelsea, Man United, Barcelona? You can't, you can't. It just seems to be Celtic fans that are oh, Peter Lowe, oh, chairman, that, that's it, but fuck no. It's, a, it's absolute rubbish. Mm-hmm. Just uh, something there you were talking about, you were talking about the... Uh, the cup final there with the three lads with their, their gloom faces on. Uh, that, that was because uh, Angel's special guest to the final was his agent. Oh, I know that, yeah. Damon Desmond didn't want his agent in the director's box at, at the time. And, and Angel insisted. There was even rumours then, Mark, going around there. And I believe it, that, that Desmond actually didn't want Ange Leading up the side. The, the, yeah, at the dugout for for that cup final, he was so pissed off with 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 Ange that he didn't want him um, praying out the team and, and cup final day. He wanted Kendi to do it, you know. You know. Well, maybe he's maybe he's took out he's took out about personal. Mm-hmm. Because Wait, I mean, he's given him everything. It was all after he wasn't kind of negotiating with Spurs and he was telling the media, he was telling the players, and of course he was. Agent then was popping up to in Celtic and stuff like that. Of course, you know what I mean? I get back to pull that picture of Dermot and uh, baby Dermot. Mm-hmm. I think that was I think that was the kind of face to face because the, the contract that according to the rumours, the, the long term contract was on the table to Ange and he stalled on it and dithered mm-hmm. and dallied and oh, it wasn't just that. there in Denmark they put out that contract. Uh, like, no, and I think that I think for that photo came out, I think that was the kind of the, the, what's going on here. 
Face to face Actually, are you signing this or what's your, what's your intentions here? Yeah. Was, that be, was that before or after the, the, uh, the, the Rangers game? It's before it. Was it before to, my it, to, to my knowledge, it was before it, Paul. Rangers game, then Terrence, then an episode. Celtic were actually taking up their options back then, so I said. Well, well, well I, would, I would hope. Sorry, Mark, go on. No, no, sorry, Terry. Good night, Doctor Strange. Love, thanks very much for coming in, bud. Nice to see mm. you, mate. Hail, hail. Sorry, what are, what are we, what are we saying, Paul, Mark, or Paul? Is I would have expected Celtic to have taken up the option. I would have expected Celtic to have have the wheels in motion for managers at this stage because, like, the Spurs manager that left us was going on holidays on a Sunday, but he was paraded on a Monday. <laughs> you, you know, and like, I mean, just using examples like that when. Rogers left Celtic on the Monday night or the Tuesday night, whatever it was. He was he was in he was in Leicester the following day. Bournemouth is a Bournemouth today. They've sacked their manager, but there's a manager in place now already. So like they, they, there's no like I would have fully expected Celtic back in that stage to to obviously realise that there was an issue and have have irons in the fire, so to speak. Aye, aye, I'd agree well, with that, James. Rather than rather than this prolonged and prolonged and prolonged and prolonged and prolonged dragged out, even so much so as I would have said, with the whole, I know there was rumours that it was it wasn't signed and sealed and delivered because they were worried about John Kennedy wanting to go and all this. If John Kennedy wanted to go, then good, fair enough. All, oh yes, if Rogers wants to keep him around, but if John Kennedy wants to go, all the best. Do you know what I mean? Take care. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, kind of thing. It must say a lot, though, Mark, of. Kennedy's coaching ability if if managers want to take him and if managers want him to stay. You know? It really does. Oh, aye, aye, I'd, I'd agree with that. We said that yeah. on. Uh, Kennedy is maybe just going to be one of these guys that's a good coach. Doesn't he fancy the manager's job because of, I don't know, maybe it's because of the pressure. Because, maybe because he sees where his career ended. Maybe he still kind of likes that camaraderie being one of the boys. Which a coach has got and a manager really doesn't have. Mm. We've got to keep that kind of distance and the kind of mode of game. Or maybe Mark at this that. stage of his career he doesn't want that. Like maybe later down the line when he gets that little bit older. Or, I mean, we have to think too. Kendi, not that old, like Mark is he? Well, Kendi be in his thirties, I say, would he? Nice, no, nice. No, in his forties, quite surely. You know, like oh, I was. Must be, oh, he's in, oh, he's in his forties, quite. But Paul, what I would say, what I would say in the Kennedy side of things, when I when I saw the the potential that he was going to go to Spurs, I was again, I was, I was, I was, I was is he okay? Well, I I was very I was very disappointed as well, Mark, because I was in my head going, like he had a really he got a really bad injury, young playing with Scotland, mm-hmm. um, and and he finished his career. But what I would have been turning around to him, kind of going, is like, and then people mightn't agree with me, but Celtic looked after him from the exactly. minute he had the injury. From day one. He, he, he was he was he was, he was employed with Celtic. He was employed with Celtic from the word go. As soon once he got injured, like he was only he was probably only about twenty twenty one, maybe maybe he was he was he wasn't very old when he got injured. Anyway, I remember that. Yeah, we stuck by him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, 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 that would be my point. A bit of loyalty back to the club. I'm going. Will, will we look? We in a sense. I, I don't mean to hold a gun to a fella's head, but like, you know. Remember what side your bread's buttered on, like. I mean, we looked after you from the word go. If Celtic, if Celtic turned their back on him back then, 
and said, well, I look, sorry, you're... I played that game after that. Did he? I thought he finished. I thought I he got to be able to play. Was he, was he not able to play no, after that? I, I played after that tackle. Aye. Did he? Well, there's a kind of myth about that. It's a bit like, a bit like Roy Keane stuff. Do you like okay. Roy Keane just blamed him ending that Harlan's career and that? that absolute garbage. Roy Keane, right, did, fair dude, he did snap the guy. But it was on a different knee to the guy. And the, it was the other knee that ended up making Harlan Senior quit the game. But Kennedy, Kennedy played, played after that. But it was never quite the same. And then he, I'm sure he got another injury not that long after it. And it was that that kind of killed that off. But I suppose what I was trying to say, Mark, is that Celtic no, stuck by Aye, 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 definitely. You know what I mean? Dave basically goes, well, look, don't worry. You will have a position here. They've nearly, they've basically, in, in all senses, have said, like, you'll have a job here for life. Is nearly I, what it teams is like. I think, I think, Mark, it was more... Of, of of what you were saying there or on the podcast that Kendi was actually looking to see who the manager was and, and see what his position was going to be because I think if he was going to be we say if, if Brendan Rodgers didn't wasn't the manager and a different manager came in but he wanted to bring his own assistant and then Kendi would have went down the ladder I don't think Kendi would have went for that you know aye I mean Rodgers Rodgers I wouldn't blame him there actually would you I want so and so ex guy to be my assistant. Uh, well, if Kennedy wants a job, it'll be ma- managing the B team or something like that. <laughs> His first interview now was uh, Kennedy, no way, Rogers Tarko, lovely person, lovely person, but Calatoro is available. So I said, everything. <laughs> but, but, but to be fair, Paul, and please correct me if you're wrong, like Kennedy was normally just mainly a coach. In pretty much nearly all the other managers, bar the guy who went to Spurs, yeah, because like, Chris, Chris, Chris Davis would have been with Rogers. Um, I mean, under Lennon, I imagine obviously it was uh, it was Thompson or Johan Mialbi or Gary Parker, one of them. Like I don't know if he was... uh, the academy in, in Lennon's first, he was with the kind of academy, wasn't he? He was down the, 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 the down the academies in this. It was kind it's of probably that he kind of stepped up to the coaching role. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 what I would have. That's what I would have thought. I, I knew it wasn't. He wasn't long in it. But what I'm saying is, he hasn't been in an assistant role apart from. Oh, so it was only uh, last year. Started started really with with Lennon, boss. You I mean you could see, you could see straight away. How how would that? You 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 could see straight away that if a manager doesn't want that assistant, how it doesn't work, can't you, Mark? Between Lennon and Kennedy, you know, how when Lennon wanted to bring in Parker and the club said, No, you're getting Kennedy. I mean, you know, that it, it this Kennedy wasn't short on to Rogers, what I'm trying to say. It was actually Rogers wanted Kennedy, not the club saying you have to take Kennedy. You know, it was up to Rogers, you know. Oh, yeah, that's massive. That's massive. Yeah, yeah you know, because you saw. Christ, there was I, I don't think there was actually no relationship between Kennedy and Lennon that time, do you? You know? Very very little anyway, Paul. Very little, you know. But he also wanted Tommy Johnson coming in and he wasn't in as well. So without going over all ground, that's a lot to do with who was who was supposed to be in charge at the time. A football role as well, Mark, that time, did he? Johnson, did he? Lennon? You know? He did. He wanted him and Tommy Johnson and he was yeah, that was a no go as well, like so. You know, maybe Paul, it's a situation that Celtic want to keep 
Mark has mentioned it a lot of times. Maybe Celtic want to keep quite of a, temp- a template in place that if if the manager does go, they have a backroom staff there. They have their within reason. It doesn't rob them all that they have their their sports science. They have their data analysts. They have their coaches. They have everything, and a guy can just come in, and you're the first team coach, and he might have, he might want to bring an individual or so, or whatever. Like that's the exact thing that happened the first time Rodgers left Terence. He took the whole backroom staff, Bar Kennedy. And he wanted yeah. Kendi. And Kendi said no. Like Mark, could you think that's the club as well? Here to have what you're saying, Mark, structure in place that manager does go, that the bathroom staff is there to have some structure in place. You there, Mark? Well, Mark's a mute there, no happy. Like you could be right there, Darren Spy. You know? Oh, that's what I'm saying, because because for argument's sake, if if, if you might your sorry, Paul. You know, no, just go what Terence is saying there, Mark. This seems, seems right, like what you're saying. A bit of structure, a bit of continuity. They wanted the structure, they wanted the coaches to stay, they wanted the structure to stay. You know? I mean, maybe Rodgers will come in. I mean, people are talking about, like, Scott Brown coming in. Maybe he will bring Scott Brown in and John Kennedy will be just, like, the number number two and a half or the number three, whatever yeah, but he wants to be. Radiola has two assistants. He had Messi, he's a heavy, heavy fella that's with him, and then it's he had a Boston coach. It's like a, it's just been, Paul. It's, it's like a team. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like it's not as if like John Kennedy sitting there saying to Gavin Stratton, you know, "Oh, shut up, you man. I'm the I'm assistant manager, and you're only the backroom staff." Ah, it's just, it's just, I think it's just in modern the modern game. It's just made it like a bit of a team. And I wonder if you think that Rogers had gave the okay to the backroom staff. I would think so as well. But if you look, if you look at every um, the middle ceremony, look how many guys come out. Do you know what I mean? Between the backroom staff, aye, it's, aye. it's 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 it's. Rogers getting paraded. Actually, Friday they said officially played by the club. I think it's a Friday and stuff like that. Is there? Some of the players are due back Monday meant to be. Monday, so he get paraded Friday. The players that are on the international duty are meant to be due back Monday, I think it is. Nice to see you again, mate. Hail, hail, are, you, are you expecting Terence, the 30,000 fans that turned up first time for Rodgers? Or are you expecting no. a low-key parade by Celtic or, or what? Or? I, listen, Paul, I think there's a there's a level of but, but Rodgers and Celtic will box clever with it. Uh-huh. They know there's going. They know there's going to be. They know there's going to be a percentage of people there going that they're not happy about this. There's people that are willing to go. Okay, look. If you look at if you look at Rogers and take that incident out of it, is he a good coach? Is he a good manager? Is he good all that? Yes, he is. No question about it. But there's still going to be a lot of people that are annoyed at the way he left. I.e. me. But but what I'm saying is, Celtic will obviously be sensible. They'll probably just do like they did with way Martin O'Neill was on the steps. Just to do something probably there like a quick word. I can't imagine it's going to be a big parade around, around, um, around the ground around Parkhead. So, you know, they they'll they'll understand that there's going to be a little bit of animosity there. Danny, Danny Gray be there <laughs> in his team. You know, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. I would this if they had. In the front steps of Celtic Park with a bag of yeah. cans for that guy. <laughs> Mind that with the video? Yeah. A bag yeah. of cans and Brendan Rogers back. Walk out with a <laughs> bag of cans. 
Yeah. But that's all he needs. Come out to the steps and say, look, I'm here to win trophies. I'll do everything I can to win them. That's it. Oh, I don't, I don't, I, I have no interest in listening to any of that, Paul. Yeah, exactly. I, I have no interest in that, like. Do you know what I mean? I don't think none of us are. Just come out, say, I'm, I'm here. But, ah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know Take a leaf out of Michael Nichols' book. That's what you should do, and he'd be fine. We, all he wants to do is win in the football, win in the, win the pitch, win in the match, win win matches for Celtic. That's all. Aye. And every, everything else, don't care about it. Don't care if he ever makes a, an interview. Couldn't give him monkeys. If Celtic win and win every week and win leagues and win cups, that's what he's paid to do. I don't care if his grandfather's mother's brother's sister's aunt was a diehard Celtic fan and his uncles are now back talking to him again and Billy O'Neill from Belfast has phoned him and texted him and said he's great and it's great to have a lifelong Celtic fan blah 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 don't care don't care don't want to hear any of it just want to hear I'm here to I, I just, I'm just here to win trophies for Celtic and manage Celtic do the best I can do for them thank you very much now bugger off and coach team that's it no, no banging the chest, no kissing the badges, no running around saying it's an iconic club and it's. I've always followed it my whole life and it, I'm, I'm bleed green and white and blah, 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 whatever else they might come up with. Don't want to hear any of it. Yeah, Just manage the team and win. All his life, Terence. Maybe he did like, you know, maybe he actually is a Celtic supporter. He, yeah. I'm sure he is a Celtic supporter, Paul, but we, we, I know that. I don't need to hear it. Win on the game. Right. After, you, you can't come out and say you're a big iconic Celtic fan. You gr- you bleed green and white. You love this and, and do what you've done. You, it's very hypocritical to come out and say one thing and do the other thing. Just come out and say, I'm here to win. I'm going to do my, do my best and try to get the best team on the pitch and win as many cups and many... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Trophies as we can win and do as best as I can for Celtic and Celtic Football Club. That's all he needs to say. That's all he needs to say and leave it. And leave the rest of it. And do the talking on the pitch. Don't have to do it on the rest of it. Do you know, we, we, we're, we're football fans, you know what I mean? We love when a manager here says that, like, you know what I mean? Do you know, like, freaking, we, we were soccer on the ranch saying that we were soccer for, for Roger saying it. You, you love hearing it, Mark, but do you know what? I agree with Terence there, man. I, I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm just I'm here to win trophies, man. I'm here to win trophies. When it came out that Ange had like, officially left, I'm, I texted Welsh and said that to him. I said, you know, that's badge thumping stuff. No, I'm, no, I'm no buying into that again. No. That. Do you know no. what I mean? And Welsh was like, ah, wait, man. He says, I said the same. He says, but just wait. He says, you, you will buy into it, but... Exactly, man. I've said it all along with Brendan Rodgers. Even at Terence Terence, what have I said all along? Right, you can't fault with my manager, but he'd say yes, but my heart and my soul just... It's still... I'm not you know, I can see your point of view, Terence. I honestly can
nonsense. Aye, aye. Just does his job, does his job really well. Really, really well. Quality he qualifies he qualified Celtic out of the group stages twice. In in against seriously good sides. And if you ask when he was asked questions, you know he gave answers. He didn't he didn't pretend to be something he wasn't. Do you know what? Of of all the managers, right? Who 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 gave us that bullshit, you know what I mean, and, and, and stuff like that. The only one who I really thought like for not being associated with the club, no, right? Not on about Lennon being a player because I knew Lennon loved the club and you can't say he didn't, right? The only the only one who had no connection to the club and, and, and who really meant what he said at, at the time was, was Ronnie Dyla. You know, I really thought he really got Celtic, Mark. You know what I mean? He really wanted uh, to bring Celtic to Dick's next level. And, and we, we've said it for years and stuff like that. That was that Celtic for a long time. Uh, you know? I, th- I, I think if the club was set up the right way, Ronnie Dyler would have been a lot today, yeah, today, if we got Ronnie Dyler today, Mark, as, as our manager, uh, and he was getting the backing that we know that he would get now, I could imagine what style of play we 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 be playing, man. You know what I mean? You know? Aye. But surely well, he, I, he went to New York, and now he's with, was he with Standard Liège, and now he's with aye. is he Bruges or vice or vice versa? It's something aye. like that. He, aye, he, yeah, right to Bruges. He, yeah. He's no, he's not with small teams. Like he's obviously proven oh. that he can, that he can, that he can, that he can do the, that he's he can still, deliver it. Do you know what I mean? Everywhere he goes, he's still talking up Celtic. Do you know what I mean? Like when he went when he went to Bruges, his first interview was Bruges is the Celtic of 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 of, of, of Belgium. Do you know what I mean? You know I mean they're 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 they talk about like directors of football and that. What about somebody like Ronnie? Oh, he'd be, he'd be, he he brings he brought he brought up as I said, we go back to he brought um he brought McGregor, Tierney, Oyer. Yeah. Like three three young guys, like two of them sold for big, big money, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was only it was only about a two year seasons. Ago. No, but it was only a year ago we were saying oh, yeah. about oh, get Ange, get a, give him a couple of years of manager, whatever, and then offer him the, like a director of football, oversee yeah. the football stuff. And I, Ronnie could easily do that kind of job, I think. Oh yeah, but no, no one expected the Spurs manager to do what the Spurs manager done. I don't. You know even, I, mean? I don't even think the Celtic board did that expect him. No, to do I don't anything. think they did, Mark. But. I really don't. I really don't. I think, I, I keep saying this, Celtic got lucky with Ange, but Ange got really lucky yeah, with Celtic. Without doubt, Mark. Without doubt. There's no other team in Europe. There. Yeah. Pe- a couple of teams sniffed about him and stuff like that, but nobody ever took a plunge with him. Mark, I, I put this I think to you, that's right? what annoyed me. That's what pisses me off. I put this to you, right? Me too. If Celtic had a got Eddie Hall, right? Okay. Ange would have went to AK Ange, all right, because you're done D, all right. And we say we still had any hope today, right? Okay, do you think Tottenham would have been looking at Ange Pastor Coglu in no. AK Ange? No, Germans, exactly. even have heard Paul, exactly. Who re- really, it. apart from anybody, it was. Deep, I, I don't know if it was on the podcast or speaking to one of you or Mikey or something like that, right? See when Ange got the when Ange came on the scene and that, right? See when I seen like the pictures and read stories, right? I can vaguely remember him being the Australia manager. 
But mm. for the simple reason, Paul, I've, and I've said this to you before, Paul, I think mm-hmm. he, I kind of look about my dad. I've yeah. Seen you, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, he kind of looked a bit similar to my dad. And that was the thing about it. I, so I can mind him just being a Australian manager. I can't imagine about how he played or anything like that. He had some good results and stuff like that. So he did have credentials, but nobody else in Europe took the plunge and no. took or they no. will give you this oh. chance. But no. Mark, he was, he was 55 coming to Celtic. Aye, aye. Do you know, he'd been around the block, like, it was not as if, it's not as if he's, not as if it's his first or second managerial job, like. And involved with the City Group as well, Terns. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, but this is my point, like. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, Mark. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, he was good for Celtic, but Celtic were brilliant for him. Yeah. All right. And, and oh, the us, he done better. He done better than we did, really. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like he, he's got, he's got the spurs job on the basis of Celtic. Like, aye, aye. If he only came to Celtic, he would never, never have got he'd be, to he'd, be, he'd probably he'd be, I'd be, I'd, as I said, Paul said he'd either be in Athens, or he'd be back in Japan with one of the teams back there. I imagine aye, something yeah, like that. in the next eighteen months or so. I totally yeah. think that as well, Tia. As soon as this first thing goes tits up, he'll be off back here to Australia, Japan, or Greece, or whatever. But, and maybe is that, is that what it was? This is kind of one chance at a big job. I think so, Mark, yeah. He's doing a big job, Mark. No, if you look at clubs now, Mark, if you look at clubs now, Mark, they're really not looking at this age group managers, are they? No. They want the next upcoming... And I, this is his last. This is his last hurrah. I think, Mark, last big job. Right, no, I mean, don't get, he, he's gambled. He's gambled his full exactly. career. But he will walk away a fucking very rich man, a richer oh. man than Celtic could make him. Probably. Oh. And that, I think maybe it's that his age and stuff like that. Just, I'm never going to get a deal with this in my life again. He walk away. Well, just, just looking at you. What's the money? What's the money he's on? Sorry, Paul, to interrupt you. What's the money he's on in Spurs, out of curiosity? I say, I say Terence, he'd be on about 15, 20, 20, I say, would he mark? 20? I don't know what anyone even in the live net know what he would be on. I don't know. I don't know why. Some fella said he'd be on about 8 or 10 million a year. I don't know how true that is. I have no clue. Yeah, I'd be about 10 to 15, Terence, I say, he'd be on. But yeah, like, but Celtic came close to matching that, don't mark it, we? You know, but, but my my argument would always be, Paul. Celtic were giving him a three-year contract, right? And I'm just been hypothetical here. If he gets the bullet from Spurs after six months, right? They're going to pay him a percentage of the contract. And we say he is on fifteen million, and they say we'll give you the bonus of nearly half, or he's on sixteen million, so he gets eight million, right? And Celtic are willing to offer him six million a year, five million a year. Right, and he's here for three. And he's here, and he's here for three. And, he, and he's here for three years, and he stays the full term. Like, you know, three sixes is eighteen. Like, but should, should the manager be the, the, the richest guy in the club? The most well paid. Um, you see, I mean, even going back to Lowell, I mean, I'm not dragging it up again. We're not about enough, but I mean, no, Matt, how no, many no, years? No. How many years was Peter Lowell the main earner out of Celtic? Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I, I think mean, I think the manager should be, or he should he should certainly be on par. He should certainly be on par, Mark. Definitely should be on par with. He should be on par or very very close to the CEO. But he certainly he is like he's he's one of 
the most important, he's the most important person in the football side of things. Because basically, if the football team goes pear-shaped, he's responsible for it. I think a player should be a highest-paid earner at a club. I, I think he should be a player in probably like, like your star man, your straight foot. I keep going about pushing your boot out and signing a player. I mean, you go to Real Madrid, look at the wages in Real That's Madrid. Saying, like, yeah, like, look at the wages you pay in England. Manchester you can't tell me the CEO, aye, you can't tell me the CEOs and managers are getting more paid in players at these clubs. No way. Oh, no, they're not. No, I, I agree with you. They're like the Man City boys and all this. Like, I, yeah, I 100% agree with you. So Rashford is Rashford for United. His new contract, he's going to be on 375 grand a week. I don't think Tang Hard would be on that kind of wage for Manchester Tim's, United. Tim's is getting me a knot in the sack. Terence, man, you'll have to fucking tell me about who you're getting your sticks on. Tim's is on that encro chat in Bitcoin and that. <laughs> I'm going to fucking sick in September, right? That's what I am. Fuck's sake. Forget I have to get the replacement. You know? That's me, oh, no, fuck. Just wait. How long you got to be off work for with that? Uh, two months. Oh, we can do podcasts every day. Get your punt, get your punt weed or chinger that early and get you some money mm. in. Two months. <laughs> <laughs> Still, you know what I'm doing? Ginger heat at Wayne's. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, man. You'll be all right. You're well up the ladder though, eh, with the spar group. You'll be fine. Be no fear. Yeah. That's a bad word, but well up the ladder. He fell off a ladder and fucked his leg no that long. No, ago. yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Right. You know, but like, just be, be, before we finish, right? Johnson you know? scored for Ireland. Yeah, he did. I just said that in the podcast, man. There two seconds ago. No, I just saw Jabber putting it up. To be fair, no, they're playing Gibraltar, but if you get 11 fellas together, it would be Gibraltar, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, start push yeah. the ball up on that one, like. Yeah, like, be, before yeah, we go, right? Did the team for Gibraltar will be Brendan Rodgers? That red... Yeah, red, uh, red, uh, that uh, red Imps. It is first first game in Europe. Lincoln I Red Imps, isn't it? I think I made people stay in fair hole when there is in Gibraltar. Aye, <laughs> and... I, and Aye, and they beat Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Red Imps. Aye, that was it. Was one, one, one nil. Remember that, yeah. His Did first game in Europe. Yeah, we played in the National Stadium. You could see the rock of... Uh, Gibraltar. Yeah, like, if if you see... Uh, we're on about freaking Ange and stuff like that. Like, but... Be this, 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 this being... This being Ange's last kind of... Harada B club, like you know what I mean? It's does Rogers maybe see that at Celtic that this is his last chance at a B club? No, no, definitely not. Rogers is uh, younger than that, uh, Bodo manager. I think he just, I think he's no longer turned 50 or 51 or something. But what I tried to say is like. Would Rogers be stupid enough to do the same thing, Mark? We I said don't think so, Paul. That if a club came in for him, would he jump ship again? Would he be that oh, stupid? Oh, God, yeah. Or 100%. Would he Mark, he'd stay for the three years and see how it goes. I don't th- I'd, honestly, I don't think Rogers would do what he'd done before unless it was like a top-level team. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? It's, I mean, fair dues, Leicester were, were a mid-table team. He'd been down there and he'd done well for them. They, fair dues have been relegated. I don't think Rogers takes a dairy for that. I really don't. I don't think it's his fault. Well, I, I said that to you last week. I said that to you. They were cars. They're part of the, the Malaysian Airways. And their main business, Terence, was the Julie You know, they had no money coming in over COVID from the city to see, and then they had no money coming in from the... It was drugs and that. Well, the owner, the owner dying in the helicopter crash, I'd say, was a massive... Massive issue on that because his, his kids were his kids are running the club then like I think the son is being badly advised as well I say him the son I don't think he has a clue what he's doing the son you know most of them, most of them don't pal to be fair about it you know you can if you run if you, you can't I don't know anything about it but I'm sure you can't run a, a football club the same way you run a your own business it's 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 completely different it's like people who I were here saying before when the Spurs manager got the other job, oh, if you got offered 10 grand more from a job, the exact same as you, you do the same. It's, you, you, can't, you can't compare like with like because if, the, if, a, if a football manager gets the bullet next week, he's going he's gonna to get a, probably half his contract wow. paid up. If I, if, first of all, if I, if, I, if I went from my company to another company and, I wasn't, and it was 10 grand more a year, but they couldn't, they couldn't basically secure, I couldn't have a secure Basically, job. I wouldn't uh, leave. Uh, uh, I said, I said that or we couldn't podcast there. Yeah, you were saying that about. I was saying it about. Um, Jonas, it was. I was talking to you, Jonas. Yeah, he was a painter. He was Jonas was saying about the painting crowd he does or something like that. So okay. that that was that was in a completely unrealistic statement that people were making. As a football manager will get paid massive compensation if they get fired. If anyone working normal Joe Soap was working and they get the bullet. They're not going to get. They're not going to get. Oh, we'll give you half a year's salary as well, just you know, because we fired you. No, you'll, you'll just get the bullet and you'll be out the door. They're f- fifty million pound to go. We'll put you in garden and leave and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, do you know. So I, I, I mean, that annoys me. And a day I've had a few pops of people in the forum and the data to compare that. Or you can't. You can't compare like with like there. Because it is a difference. Because it is a difference. Because if somebody said to you, Terence, no, look, Terence, come and work for us. Right. But no security, I wouldn't go. Uh, no, but we need security terms. But seeing that, see, we've been seeing 18 months or two year time, we'll give you two million pounds. Well, that's the same with me, Mark. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Oh, you're, you're, no, off, no, uh, you're off, ah, you're off. Suppose yeah. you should have a wage. I'm, uh, I'm getting two, two thousand pounds a month or whatever you're getting in wages. But I'll go there, I'll still get I'll get three thousand pounds a month after him. And then if they pay me off in two years, I'm getting two million pounds. Yeah, that's different. Uh, aye, but that's why you can't you can't compare football to real life. No, no, and it was a super it was a super analogy to try and put the two of them together because it made no sense. I'm with my job now, eighteen years, going on July, and fucking eighteen years in sales, so my name would be out there. In, in sales, because like, I'm on the road, like the people word of mouth, I like, would get out. Like, and I've been offered loads of jobs in sales. Only but fans. It's just the security of me being in my job oh. eighteen years. I wouldn't trade it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Paul. The foot the football world is not the same as the normal world where normal people do their daily work. Yeah. You know, you know, exactly. Exactly. 
you without getting in your personal business, you've had problems in the past with your stomach that, you're all worked for a lot of times and stuff, and uh-huh. then you felt a bit, oh, how am I going to approach this that I need time after getting my knee done? Fuck yeah. work. Do you, right, would a football player be worrying about his, like, getting paid, would his job be safe and stuff like that? For exactly. getting a, an operation his knee. So you can't compare football with... No, really. Any, no. Anything in real life, any other job in the world, just, you get what I mean? It's like a boxer. A boxer can fight two, twice a year and make fifty million exactly. pounds if he's a t- aye. Exactly. Where a football player can play like Ronaldo and get a million pound a week, mm-hmm. and it, it drips down and you eventually get to like your kind of level where it's just guys trying to make a living. So if you're getting you offered these two opportunities, you, you need you know to look at the long term, mate. hundred percent. Football's getting disgusting though, with the amount of money that's been thrown around the fight. It really is. Like you just. You know, we were talking there earlier today about Saudi Arabia. Like, look at the money they're throwing around there. Like, for like, but they've got the money, Paul. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, honestly, honest to God, man, see if I'd end up years ago, end up like Dermot Desmond or fucking Tony Montana or something like that. And you'd millions and billions of pounds. They, right? how good would it be to buy Celtic and just do that? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I money is ruining the game, but. Dermot Desmond could probably finance Celtic himself to get us on to a kind of European level. But that's not the way we want to get done. It's got to be sustainable. Look what happened to the Huns when they were trying to chase a European yeah. dream and stuff like that. But we're, we're a well-run club. We've got enough money to keep us in an even keel and well in front of everybody else in Scotland. But that's oh, what man. we need to build on. But I'd say, Mark, like, in 20 years' time, like, are, are people like Dermot Desmond still going to be uh, involved in football? Or is it going to be... I fucking more... doubt it, probably about 112 no. that. It'll be like Mr Burns <laughs> at the Simpsons by that time, bud. No, but I'm saying those type of owners, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Those type of owners that... Would they probably will be, Paul. You know? But no, I mean, see, even... Unless some a big conglomerate or something like that, you, I mean, you and Terence know more about this stuff than me. Unless some kind of big conglomerate business tries to take over, like a Celtic or somebody else, right? But it's the, it's going to be Paul, don't it? Because he's like the finances, they're trying to the way they want run, clubs run. It's going to it's not going to come down to who's getting the richest owners. It's going to be come down to who makes the most money as a club. Mm-hmm. Without exactly. getting subsidised and stuff like well, that. That's what you said, great positioning for that. Remember, you said mm-hmm. that, Mark, that even if we did get, by, get bought by the fucking Saudi Arabian thing like that, we still have to live within our with our Aye, but why? But see, if Dermot Desmond took in, if Dermot Desmond wanted to kind of go that kind of route, he could like, uh, put, put it, Sandy Beach Resort or something. It's, it's Sandy Lane, yeah. Sandy, uh, he could have that as a sponsor. That's the main Celtic sponsor, and I'll give you five hundred million a year for that. Did you hear about Sky Sports today with Chelsea? No. Um, Chelsea wanted their sponsor. Uh, shot sponsor, domain shot sponsor to be the new um, BT Sports, Paramount Plus Sports, you know, under shot sponsor. Right. And uh, Sky Sports put in an objection to the Premier League 
because they're the main sponsor of the Premier League. And if 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 someone had a short sponsor of the of, of the opposition on it, Sky Sports wouldn't fund would cut their funding to, and 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 the uh, uh, Premier League with this. That's about the hundred that sunshine. That's mm. Yeah, that was this. But unless, unless Julie Paul, I, I don't know. What I'm saying is, Mark, look, look at the difference, right, between the Premier League and Sky Sports, between the Scottish League and 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 and, and Rangers. The Scottish League let Rangers take the cinch off the branding in Ivory. Aye, aye. Sky Sports wouldn't let that down there over that. You know what I mean? You know, you know. It just shows the level that the SBL let let Rangers do. Like, do you know what I mean? You see, nowhere else. You know, that's why I don't think. I think Chris Sutton will be in Ibrox next season, Mark, when he's doing the commentary for uh, for for, oh. for for Sky next year. They they won't let Rangers pull the strings with them. You know. Oh, I don't know, Paul. I let them do it all the time. I mean, cover. Yeah, we're talking about covering up sponsorship stuff, and st- I mean, it's just absolute petty nonsense, Paul. Yes, Jesus, people. Yeah, yeah. See, sponsors are putting money into the game. That's just that's. Yeah, but is he going to be there now? That Douglas Park is gone from the club now. Are they going to be there next season? I probably because they've got the sponsorship deal with Motor Group and still still that Paul stuff like that. Or they'll be tied up for years to come. That can, that's even going back to like your Mike Ashley stuff and uh, fucking, what was the other boy's name? Uh, Green, Charles Green. All these, oh, yeah. all, all these contracts that rolled on for years and years. Jesus. And that's, that's what that is. Hi, yeah. lads. I say we let it there. I say fucking cost oh, fucking thing. over three years, man. Yeah. Terms was late. I didn't know why I mentioned it, but Terms was late. I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I was late. I was putting the small yeah. fill in the bed. I was judging on the judging on the judging on the shite there for a while. I was probably better off being left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be one of the longest podcasts on YouTube, isn't it? Oh, yeah, would you? And it was like a good forty-five minutes talking about football as well. Like, you know, yeah, forty-five minutes. <laughs> you know, Paul's fucking racist gingerisms. You know, a new era, lads. A new era begins. The Blendon Rogers era. You know, it's lovely. It's, so, have we, have we, have we convinced you there? No. But you you have to realise one thing about me, right? I am a very, very, very bitter individual. Very. And I do hold a grudge. And I just cannot... I can't abide by what was done by the two boys. By Rogers and the Spurs guy. I can't abide by them. I just can't. I hope he does well. For Celtic, but I, 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 I before he wasn't, I before he wasn't, I before he wasn't there, I before he wasn't there. See, I've turned, I, honestly, mate, I feel kind of the same way. I've said that I think he's a bit out of the available people and the realistic available people. I think he was the best man for the job. Hundred percent agree that. I think Celtic could go into bigger and better things under him. But it's still my heart. Still, after what you're talking about, Terence, the way you left and stuff like that, it's just it leaves a bad it, taste it, in the mouth, Mark. Aye, it leaves a bad aye. taste in the mouth. It's 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 a big statement by the club to replace a good manager with a top manager. That's all I'm saying. 
Oh, Paul, and that's the thing about it. He is a top manager. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, just, I mean yeah. Yeah. see, the, Spurs, the current Spurs manager is turns like to come. Brendan Rodgers could have probably maybe got that job if he... I mean, he spoke to about it. There was a chance of him getting it. And who knows if he'd, if Brendan Rodgers had, had pushed that, all right, I want this Spurs job, blah, blah, blah. He would have got it. But did Mark, and that's one of the reasons why they, they approached Curtis Davis is because the interviews with Brendan Rodgers. Aye, oh, I see, I put that on my Discord. That, somebody tell me. Aye, that, 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 that's why Curtis Davis came to their attention because of uh, the interviews with Brendan Rodgers. And maybe Brendan Rodgers, Mark, didn't think the Spurs job was for him either. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's the thing about it is, Paul, but, I mean, we slag off Peter Well for some of the stuff he done, but fucking that he Daniel is, Levy, it's hard, man. that Daniel it's Levy puts, he puts Berlusconi, Shudikeski is Ange's first signing as Tottenham manager. He was on Who cares? Aye. Who cares? Aye. 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 But, yeah, but he was on loan there last season. He was on loan last year. He was by the club. Do you know what I mean? He's already, been, he's already been there. They'd an option to buy, and yeah. they took up that option. <laughs> then it's a right away. Right, so that was a, but where is it? Please pull a right winger into it. So, yeah. Ange's not yeah. coming back for Majida. He's not coming back for Abada. Do you get what I mean? But yeah. we, had this, we had this discussion before. People were saying, we had it when Rodgers scarpered, we had it when Gerard left. They don't, they don't, they don't, like, people have this notion right. that, oh my God, we're going to lose, we're going to lose Kyogre, we're going to lose Tatate, we're going to lose Kyogre. Fellas, we're going on the, the live chat, or the, the forum, and I hadn't been talking much, and I'd been reading stuff, and I kept seeing this character Vickers, and eventually I was like, sorry, let's, he's been loaned out seven times by Spurs. Spurs got rid of him. He's, he's six foot. He's not required, he's not deemed a centre-back in the Premier League. It, it was the club that got rid of him, not right. the managers. I'll be amazed if Carter Vickers ever plays in the Premier League, to be honest. Yeah. He's been locked out seven times by Spurs. He's about six foot or something. I know he's a cracking player. Aye, for, aye, for, us. For, for Scotland, he's a cracking player. But what I'm saying is, he's not what they consider a centre-back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know, people are assuming that oh, they're going to come in with a 30 million bid for him. No, they're not. No, there's no much chance of coming in for me for 30 million, and I ain't playing centre back either. There's one player that I think Ange will come in for, and if he does come in for a player, I'm not saying he will, but there's only, and I think that'll be Maida, just for the press, just for Ange to play the press, Maida. Because if there's anyone who goes for Paul, it'll be Hitata. That's the uh, only one I'm going to realistically say. AJ. I don't who Spurs, I don't know who Spurs right back is, but. He must be shit hot if he's not going to be interested. Uh, Spurs right back, Mark, is um, what's his name? That that's uh, that Croatian fella with the with the curly hair. What's his name? He was with Inter Milan. Perisic, is Perisic, yeah. Because yeah. he he was he was he, well, he I know. But listen, as Michael said there, without delay, delaying this any longer, as Michael said there in the last time when you were on. That's fine. They can go for all these players, but they're all in long contracts. Aye, they're paying serious money for them. And that, like Alistair Johnson, Alistair Johnson's only in the club six months. Like, aye, aye. That's you know, I so they can go for them. If Spurs or Ange, but if see, like if Ange gets done, says to Spurs, yeah, but that right back we brought in in January, what a player he is, blah blah blah. Spurs will, look, Spurs will look at him, but oh, I fear does. And yeah, I just said, we want twenty-five. Edward. Do you know what I mean? We put on the you know. Just say we want thirty million, and that'll that'll. He's got he's got 
three years left or two and a half years left in his contract. We want 30 yeah. million if you want him. Simple as that. Mm, exactly. That's it, lads. Marky, we'll close it down. So we could go Thank on for another Right. Brilliant, Paul. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for coming on, Terns. Everybody that joins the live chat, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back. Maybe day one later on in the week, Paul. Terrence yeah, we, we, we take progress there when, when, when uh, we'll just, uh, we'll just pop up when anything happens. It's been all the like when stuff is going on. Like, looks uh, like I see news, news will be coming out now fast, fast enough. Now the Flodgers is in, like we're going to learn more about signing. I think we'll be singing we'll sing this week. I, I think it'll be a. I don't know if it's going to be we, the we Norwegian guy or no, but I think it'll be a scene announced this week. Just is that not done? I but it's, it's not. I but it's done, but no officially kind of thing. Terms for what I know. All right. Do, do you get what I, I think he's, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been presented to the speech. I think he, I think he's away in a large holiday. To be quite honest, the way you're yeah, reading he's stuff. Shagging his way through Europe or whatever, and whenever that's done, he'll be off his medical and sort that out. As opposed uh, to just travelling around Europe. Aye, uh, chasing gingers down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ginger hunter. <laughs> but aye, uh, uh, thanks very much for everybody listening live. As I said earlier on at the very start, the, the views and the subscribers for the last podcast, I, we really, really appreciate that. Numbers have been fantastic. And we're really, we're just glad that you all enjoy it. Uh, if you know how... Please leave a comment, and if you're not subscribed, please do it and hit the like button. Hail, hail, lads. Good night and God bless. Cheers. Because I have to go there, I'm Boston there since nine o'clock. I've been in the toilet twice, we've been talking, and just put the headphones. This episode of the Boz and Bovel podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.